0: Fill her up!
1: You're listening to the Gas Digital Network.
0: Master of Mugs, the King of ring himself. But your boy, Thicky Small, Jerome Michaels, in the house. Well done. Handled well. That's beautiful. We're alive, boys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now the Gas Digital audience that came over here, we thank you very much because this is a very special episode. We are not on Gas Digital today. We are live on our YouTube trying to sneak attack the censors here. It's your boy Gerard Michaels, the funniest man you've never heard of. Think he Smalls himself. Welcome another beautiful Monday here, Gas Digital people. And to my right at six foot three, 200 pounds, 210 pounds. And every single yeah. one of them is a problem. The master of punks, the tamer of sages, the king of the ring himself, the CEO of the RNC, UFC's Favorite, pretty, Mickey. Gall. what's up, man? How we doing, bro? Big G?
1: You're looking thick, boy. Thank you, dog. We're about to call the the show Thick and Thick, bro. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. looking ready to yeah. rock and roll? Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm the man in the mirror. Just killing it at bar was this morning. You know, throwing the weights around, feeling good. We're joined today by two suited studs here. Two feel, suited studs? I feel a little bit like a ragamuffin. little ragamuffin. You feel a little a- like a ragamuffin. Yeah,
0: we, we got a little rags to riches uh, uh, a show here today. We've got friend of the program, second time on, hands together for none other than Sal Greco did nothing
2: wrong. Sal Greco, what's happening, man? Sally G. Uh, so, um, I'm, I'm happy to be here once again, and uh, as i um, I mean, you're six foot three. We could have actually um, used you in the uh, John Gotti versus Floyd Mayweather fight. Yeah,
1: which is, man, I saw that thing. You uh, were yeah.
2: there? Yes, I was there. It was. Uh, Quite a spectacle at the very end. We'll get into John's that. M-
0: John's my boy. I know. I know. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit because it was some, some maybe fishy odd things that had happened a little, there. little Fugazi. And somebody that may know something or other about fishy odd things once or twice throughout the history of America, maybe the most well-known political insider of all time... The man, the myth, the legend, Roger Stone. Roger Stone, here with us today. Delighted to be with you. But then, you know, when the feds want to put you
3: away for seven to nine, you're delighted to be anywhere.
0: (laughs) Seven to nine. The feds are trying The the feds already got you once, man, right? Well, except for I was pardoned. I had an unconditional
3: pardon because I was uh, put through a Soviet-style show trial, you know, a kangaroo court where Mm -hmm. they deny you any reasonable defense. But then uh, almost a year later... A federal judge orders Robert Mueller to release his final report. And it says right there in black and white, we could find no factual evidence that Roger Stone engaged in Russian collusion the a Russian collaborations or any other uh, uh, crime. So the whole thing was a fagazi; It was a fraud. As you know, it was uh, it was uh, meant to pressure me to testify falsely against Donald Trump. In other words, when they couldn't find any Russian collusion, they decided to go invent some. Let's just pressure Stone to say that these 29 cell phone calls he had with Trump in 2016, that all had to do with the Russians. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I already passed two lie detector tests on that subject. It was a lie. I refused to lie. Now, through the grace of God and the strength of Donald J. Trump, I'm on this
0: podcast and glad to be here. Yeah, and they should know better than to try to bleed a stone, that's for sure. Now, Mr. Roger Stone, two things off the top of the bat. Let's get it out there in the open. Are you, in fact, a Russian spy?
3: Uh, not only am I not a Russian spy. I don't know any Russians. I haven't been to Russia. Actually. It's not true They did run this guy who called himself Hank Greenberg in on me in 2016 the baseball player uh, Nobody was using that name and he insisted on meeting uh, in uh, Sunny Isles which is an enclave of the Russian community here in Florida and one of my good friends Michael Caputo who's a good guy Kept saying this guy says he has dirt on Hillary Clinton. You got to meet with him and and bet him see if there's anything there So I go to this meeting. RIP that guy. uh, And he's clearly on the down low. He's wearing a Trump hat, a Trump T shirt. This is not how intelligence agents operate, generally speaking. Uh, And he says, I have all this dirt, all these emails on Hillary Clinton. And I said, well, I'd have to see them to determine whether they have any value. He says, huh, that's going to cost you two million. Two millies? I said, the joke's on you. Uh, I don't have two million, and if I did have it, this is not the way I would spend it. Guy says, you don't understand. It's not your money I want. It's Donald Trump's money. I said, no, you don't understand. Donald Trump isn't spending two million dollars on anything, never mind opposition research. So my friend, this meeting's over. And I left. I'd totally forgotten this meeting. Now, I don't didn't know he was a Russian national at the time, but only later did I find out he's an FBI informant who's only in the country since he murdered some guy back in Russia on a visa signed off on by the FBI uh, station head down in Miami. So the only Russian I've ever met was an FBI informant. They tried to run in on me. By the way, in the Mueller report, this is reduced to one sentence. Stone went with, met with a man who called himself Hank Greenberg we determined he was not a Russian government asset. They didn't mention that he was an FBI informant. Unbelievable.
0: An, UNB, oh. an FBI informant and ex-Russia hitman. It's yes. like a movie.
3: Yeah. And he's still, by the way, somewhere in South Florida, so I hope he doesn't see this yeah. podcast. Yeah, well, Sounds millions, like a good guy. Millions
2: of people do, so I'm sure Hank will. Gonna... Maybe I... Um stop this guy in Brighton Beach because that was a big enclave of a uh, Russian community. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, you know, yeah. my, my, my seven and a half years in Coney Island as a cop, you know.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. How tough, tough to see those guys out there. They, they, they were really hiding, weren't they, out yeah. there in Brighton Beach, yeah. all Sheepshead over. Bay, Tatiana's,
2: Tatiana's yeah.
0: restaurant. I will tell you what, though, you know, they, they gave the Italians a run for the money with the, with the
2: gumaz the women they had parading around out yes, there. That is true. They, 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 I think they were dealing at the time in the 80s with uh, Anthony Gaspipe, if you remember that name. Oh, yeah, yeah Gaspipe. remember he had uh, yeah. Castle. Yeah, yeah. They were dealing with him back we, in the day. We talked about him a lot when I did the uh, Mafia States. He was uh, he was Franzese's guy. Franzese, who Now, I hope he's watching because he, I understand he's a... Big fan of this man right He's here. He's a friend of mine, yes. actually. Michael
0: Franzese, a good guy. Uh, friend of the podcast now that our uh, our guy, Chaz Palminteri, our, our kind of mentor in the business here, is uh, hooked up with him on a show. All good things happen with good people. I feel like the culture's starting to turn a little well, bit. Well,
3: Franchise and I have something in common. We both found Jesus, and it's sincere. Mm -hmm. I mean look, there's no no question that these guys wanted to send me to a dank Georgia prison where I was supposed to die I'm 68 years old lifetime history of asthma The Bureau of Prisons insists that there are no known cases of COVID at this prison in Georgia The woman who's African American head of the prison guards union in Georgia reads this contacts one of my lawyers and says there's 200 cases here that they're hiding and there's going to be more So the whole idea was to pack me off to prison. That way, once I died, I could not pursue an appeal because my appeal would have exposed everything. So it is only through my prayers to Jesus Christ, uh, who gave Donald Trump the strength and the courage in an election year to give me a, a commutation of my sentence, and then many people don't know this, a full unconditional presidential pardon. Go online and look for my pardon. See if you can find it. You won't find it. Google has buried it as if it never happened.
1: Mm. Right now, Roger, for, uh, for our fans, specifically our meathead fans who might not be uh, very political, could you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, I've, I watched your, uh, your Netflix documentary. I loved it. Big fan
3: get me Roger Stone the problem is Robert Muller saw it, but he's so senile He thought the name of it was get Roger Stone <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, he certainly tried uh, for those who don't know me. I'm uh, I'm half. I'm half Sicilian. I'm Italian from the waist down <laughs> it uh, and uh, uh, And uh, I have uh, worked for uh, Four American presidents. I am a veteran of 12 uh, Republican presidential campaigns. I cut my teeth with Richard Nixon. Uh, I have a tattoo of Richard Nixon on my back, yeah, uh, about the size of a grapefruit, floating between my shoulders, meaning I'm the only guy in the world with a dick on the front end, and the back. Uh, and, it, and it's not. It really is not a political statement. It really isn't. It, 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 Nixon was a uh, was a pragmatist. You know, he had conservative views on some issues. He had more progressive views on other issues. But to me, it's a daily reminder that when you look in the mirror and you see it. That In life when you get knocked down when you suffer some defeats when you don't get what you want when you really strive And you fall short instead of giving up you got to dust yourself off get up and get back in the fight That's 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 the story of Nixon the guy they counted this guy out so many times and he just kept coming back He would not be defeated even when they tried to impeach him and he resigned He still comes back and publishes five New York Times bestsellers and becomes a foreign policy advisor to both George H. W. Bush and Bill Clinton. I met Bill Clinton once and, and only once, and that was at Nixon's funeral. We're in the we're in the uh, the receiving line, and Clinton's a real pro. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. So I, it's my turn. I say, Mr. President, I'm Roger Stone. Oh yes, I know who you are. Now he doesn't let go of your hand. He holds on to it. He looks you right in the eye, and he says. I know how hard you worked to get President Nixon and I together. I know for a long time my staff blocked it, but I just want you to know that in the end, we not only became good friends, but I really came to rely on his wise counsel when it came to China, Russia, international affairs. Hmm. And I just want you to know how much I appreciate that. Thank you very much, Mr. President. Wow. Trump, uh, pardon me. uh, Clinton then turns to Hillary and says, Hillary, you know, Roger Stone." I put out my hand. She won't shake. And she says, yes, I know him. And I moved on down the line. Wow. I'm starting to get
0: the feeling Hillary Clinton might be a little cold. Think. You think? I think she
2: might you be think. a little. She
0: might be a little cold, and maybe holds oh, grudges. I don't know.
3: The smell of sulfur was kind of in there.
0: <laughs> Alex Jones isn't necessarily wrong about that. <laughs> 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 Alex Jones isn't necessarily wrong that that's like you could know, be a t shirt. Yeah, that should right. be a t shirt. Yeah. yeah. Turns out the frogs, kind
3: of gay. Yeah. Even kinda Robert good. F Kennedy's now admitting yeah. it. The stuff well, they put in the water could. I,
0: I have so much to get into you on that. I, I want to talk about that so much. But Sal, I don't, I don't want you to be forgotten here. Do you have any updates on your case? You know, For people that don't know, that haven't watched the, uh, the previous episode, Sal was railroaded by the, the New York City, allegedly railroaded by the New York City Police Department for his affiliation with Mr. Stone here. Uh, and he is now, uh, you are engaged in a civil suit against the city uh, to try to recoup and uh, you know some, some of your pension that, that was taken away from you, you know, which you claim unjustly.
2: All right. Well, uh, right now we're in a second motion to dismiss uh, the city file. a second motion to dismiss, uh, considering my second amended complaint, at the time you heard of, obviously uh, they terminated me, stating that I am friends with Roger Stone, therefore I must be terminated because I violated this draconian rule that says you cannot knowingly associate with someone who is reasonably believed to have be engaged or engaged in criminal activity. Seventy percent of America has a record, so. Uh, My argument would be Cardi B, who was invited to the police academy. No, there wasn't a court order for that. She was invited to the police academy. She has a record. She's a known gangbanger. And she's also No, no, I, I believe the term is stripper could be a stripper. Okay. Uh,
0: And she... But she makes videos. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, but but she makes... If you can afford it, you can make anything happen, really. She she
3: makes songs in which she advocates the murder of police officers. So let's invite her to the police academy to speak. This is really simple. Eric Adams, as a police captain, the current New York mayor, consorts with with Louis Farrakhan, consorts with Mike uh, Tyson both convicted felons. He absolutely is the one who invited Cardi B to visit the New York Police Academy in violation of their own fugazi rule. But he gets fired, can't find work because he doesn't have clearance. He doesn't have a good fellow letter. He doesn't have a a, a character reference. And they take away his pension. Eric Adams is going to be on the stand very soon to testify about these things. And, oh, by the way, Eric, what about those felons you had dinner with last week? Uh, There can only be one standard. Everybody has to be treated equal. So they can't fire him for being a friend of mine when— Eric Adams is allowed to consort uh, as with the entire brass of the NYPD with people who are indeed convicted in ongoing criminal. Yeah, I
0: mean at, uh, one this, standard. This podcast yeah. we've had. Bank robbers, porn stars, a couple priests, uh, you know, a preacher, a preacher, former
1: gangsters, a preacher, former gangsters, current gangsters.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. we enjoy a diverse opinion of thought from all sure. walks of life.
1: I, yeah, I, I would I would lose a lot of friends if uh, but, I couldn't associate uh, with someone convicted. Also, if anything, you grew up you know where we mean? grew up, if you grew it's up yeah. in
0: the Brooklyn, New York, Jersey area. I hate to tell you, you have consorted at one time or another with somebody who has a record.
3: The vast majority (laughs) of whom are, let's face it, legitimate businessmen.
0: But but listen to this one. And by the way, it needs to be said. Mike Tyson, you are invited here whenever you want.
3: I have nothing against Mike Tyson. All I'm saying is if you're going to use this one standard, then you have to use it across the board. Mm -hmm. If Eric Adams can consort with people who fall under this. And by the way, he was charged. They investigated him under the same exact rule as him. They docked his vacation five days. Him, they took away a 14-year patient. This guy has 14 years of unblemished service. And believe me, they assigned him to the, to the worst, most dangerous precincts in the graveyard shift in New York City. Guy doesn't have a single civilian complaint against him, not one. But he holds the record for arrests for people for DUI. But they fire him because he's a friend of mine. They fire him because he comes down to Easter and visits me and my family. By the way, we met on Instagram, which shows you that Instagram's not all bad, even though I'm banned for life.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I think what you said kind of is perfect. It should be one standard. It right. shouldn't be this hypocritical, like like selective, oh, where some guys can you, do this and some guys I, can't. So another, I'll give you a better great.
3: example. Joe Biden can keep as many documents as he wants, and nobody's trying to remove him. But Donald Trump kept documents, which under the Presidential Documents Act, he's entitled to hold on to. But oh, no, we want to throw him into jail for 400
2: years. Please give me a break. It's uh, it's definitely a fugazi. But there's actually more to the story. Uh, Very recently, the police commissioner, who is on my lawsuit, by the way. She will be deposed as well. She just uh, resigned. Resigned, okay. So now the incoming police commissioner would be the first deputy commissioner. His name is Edwin Caban. He has 30 years in the NYPD. Uh, His brother, James, was once... A New York City police officer in the late 90s was a sergeant he handcuffed a cab driver beat him senseless he was charged criminally with this by the way he was terminated off the job was a hung jury a few years later mr. Caban is known as the slumlord of the Bronx he was thrown in jail for that in fact so he was in jail he's a convicted criminal so now a couple weeks ago guess who's in the picture with Mr. Caban and his brother, Edwin Caban, who's now the first deputy commissioner. Eric Adams. So, so Eric Adams is associating with
3: people who have known to have committed crimes. Why is he being held to the same standard as Salvatore Greco? And he is
2: about to appoint Mr. Caban as acting police commissioner. So that would be the second police commissioner Mr. Eric Adams has not terminated for allowing this fugazi rule of hanging out with people with a record. Eric, you're breaking your own rules. You're letting the rules be broken. You must be held accountable for this, Eric. You will be on the stand. Believe me, I will, you will be added to this lawsuit. It's coming. We just gotta get past the second motion to dismiss. And then my lawyer cannot wait to have you on the stand answering this. Because from all accounts right now, he is really the de facto police commissioner. It's him and a couple of cronies, Philip Banks, Edwin Caban, uh, this guy named Madri who's in another lawsuit, with my lawyer, he is, apparently he was in a sexual harassment case with another officer when he was a, another he was a chief of patrol or something, the entire uh, administration is, is full of scandals, including Eric Adams. And all we're saying here is needs to be one, one standard. One rule, Eric, can't be one rule for Eric and another rule for everyone else, as he stated to the New York Post a couple of months ago. Listen, so
0: I I like you as a person and I'm very, you know, much anti-authoritarian and anti-government, so I'm I'm inclined to believe you. But, you know, I, I can't we can't just have like, you know, 10 minutes of propaganda here. So what happened in your case? Where did you go wrong and what did they actually pin you for? Uh, they they were trying to, originally they, they were, you were trying. January sixth correct no it was not it was not he, a January He
3: 6th. was it was in my hotel room in January sixth where we never left the hotel grounds. never left
0: the hotel and I, I, gave, I
3: gave I a speech on January fifth at a legally permitted event I stand by every word of that speech you you should be able to go see it on YouTube but they Take took it down. down. Uh, go uh, but, he, but if you went looking, you could find it. Neither one of us ever left the hotel that day. and We don't know anything regarding anything that happened at the Capitol or any other illegal action that day. No, the bottle, this is really simple. They terminated him because he is a friend of mine, because under their regulation, you can't be associated with someone who may have or, or may in the future be involved in crime. Well, that would include Cardi B, would it not? Mm -hmm. That would include Caban, the guy's brother. So there can only be one
0: standard. I think he wins in court. I think he wins relatively soon. Now, we're seeing this a lot, uh, the idea of... you know, selectively applicable law, arbitrary, like arbitrarily enforcement of the law, especially on a on a political scale. You haven't been in politics really since the '60s, early '60s, late '60s, late '60s. 80s. Have you ever? Has it ever been
3: this bad before? No, it really hasn't. So there was a time, believe it or not, in America when both parties were patriotic. Uh, the you know both parties believed in free enterprise. Both parties believed in capitalism. Both car- parties were anti communists The Democrats wanted to spend a little more and tax a little more. The Republicans wanted to spend a little more, less tax a little less. But both parties were essentially solid. John F. Kennedy, strong anti-communist, wanted a silver-backed dollar, favored a massive uh, uh, national defense buildup. Uh, n- deeply distrusted the intelligence agencies cuz they lied to him about the Bay of Pigs invasion, mm-hmm. they lied to him about the Cuban missile crisis. He actually threatened to smash them into a million pieces and scatter them to the wind. That's why he was murdered.
1: The CIA, right? Correct. He said that about yeah. Correct.
0: And that's that's after a Republican president Eisenhower warned him on incoming to watch right. out for watch, him as for well. them. watch so out. this is back-to-back post-world war ii
3: exactly right yeah so no it's not always like this so I, I look i was a political strategist and consultant for 30 years i lived in washington dc i had a lot of friends who were democrats we drank together we ate together we teased each other sometimes they beat us sometimes we beat them when they beat us, we said, I'll get you next time. When 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 they when we beat them, they said, we'll get you next time. Now, however, they want to send you to prison. They want to bankrupt your family, want to destroy your family. They want to destroy you. This is a new development. It was not always like this. But then we've never had this unprecedented situation in which all three branches of government, including the ju- judicial branch, which is supposed to be impartial, have now been completely and totally politicized. Sure. It's all politics. Th- this it's all politics. Um,
0: and this is not just you who said this. We, when we interviewed Rudy Giuliani, uh, he said essentially the same thing. He said he doesn't know exactly when it happened, but him and Cuomo uh, were good friends. They were very friendly. Their family was friendly. You know, and, and well, Cuomo was the governor of New York. He was a Democrat. And and uh, Rudy was the mayor of New York, Republican. And he said somewhere along the line, it switched. You used to have to try to win the center and then you'd win from the center out. And now he says the only way to win is from the extremes in. And that's whenever that mm. switch happened is is when no, he no, thinks that,
3: that, Look, that's true. Look, uh,
0: Andrew Cuomo's a friend of mine.
3: Chris Cuomo's a friend of mine. I've known these guys for a long time. They won't admit it, but even they know it was not not always like this. Uh, but when A federal judge on their last day in office can order your attorneys to testify against their client and turn over all their notes and go before the grand jury, then that's a broken system. Either the Sixth Amendment of the Constitution exists or it does not exist. It can't just exist for some people. There are six different investigations into the Clinton Foundation, which is a cash and carry operation. Mm-hmm. You just pay huge money for governmental decisions. All six investigations get killed by the FBI. Yeah, we now know the uh, FBI literally or yeah, this is reported last week yeah. just killed, just closed hmm. no investigation yet we now know without any question that the FBI and Bill Barr was well aware of the fact that there was documentation that Hunter and Joe both took $5 million bribes from this Ukrainian oil oil company, they did nothing about it. You said Bill Barr? Bill Barr. Who's Bill Barr? Bill Barr was the former Attorney General of the United
0: States. Okay. He works out at the same gym as Chris Christie. Okay.
2: (laughs) Shops at the same store,
0: too. that the, picture him now. The Trump administration doesn't like Bill Barr, but he, he was there for a long time with them. So. Okay. He, he was appointed attorney general. He was a Bush guy.
3: Uh, t- in his defense, it, he was very swift to grab the Mueller report, look at it, and say there's nothing here, and declare that, which really uh, aggravated those manipulating Mueller. That's why they let Mueller, they took a, 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 they took a gamble. So let's let him testify before Congress. Maybe he can breathe life back into his report. The guy testified. He, he turns out to be... A, clearly an Alzheimer's patient fusion GPS I've never heard of that oh the prosecutor who worked for me directly under me she gave money to Hillary Clinton she represented Hillary at previous' lawyer I didn't know that you knew that you're either you're either crazy or you're or you're a liar one of the other well,
0: so this is so again and this is and I'm a guy that voted for Trump so The idea, the second time, I didn't vote for him the first time, the the first time I I went third party, the idea that these people were bad isn't a good argument for Trump because he didn't fire, he hired these people and didn't fire these people. It, it, it's a self-defeating argument in my mind. This idea that Fauci was able to make it all four years of Trump and, and Donald Trump still to in my estimation I, and I, as, as of last I read about it is still proud of Operation Warp Speed and, and the vaccine That to me that that's not a winning argument. That's not that's not the way he tell, me, should tell, be me, tell me who has a better record than who Than that in the
3: Republican Party who has a better record nobody? Yeah, that's so. I agree, I agree with you. By the way, I, I'm unvaccinated. Yeah. I, would, I would not urge anybody to have use the vaccination. Chris, to
0: use your Chris Christie you know uh, argument. It's like okay, you know who, who's the prettiest girl at Fat Camp? Who gives a shit? Well, you know, I mean, you're talking about a party well, that lost to John Fetterman. This is a broken party. Uh, yeah, but in this case,
3: look, Chris Christie. John Fetterman can't put two sentences Chris Christie's together. brother's jammed up on an insider trading deal. Christie gives a very lucrative conservatorship to a U.S. attorney, so his brother takes a walk. I'm sorry, Chris and his brother belong in prison, and if Trump gets back in, they'll probably end up there. Sorry. Well, again, so and if see- you really believe you knew nothing about the George Washington Bridge, I got a bridge I want to <laughs> sell you because he, he did it. We know he did it yes. Christopher Ray put his cell phone into the into a safe So they never looked at it Chris Christie if you're watching you did the George Washington Bridge thing Everyone knows it. You may have skated on that one. You won't skate on your next
0: crime. Yeah, the, the biggest crime Chris Christie had is that is the softball uniform. We all agree that. With
3: that was... That was...
0: That's what some, what a, some serious... That picture on the beach. Right there. As, as, as what a about large, the beach picture? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, after he told everybody to get the fuck off the beach, too. Yeah, just to be clear, yeah,
3: the that. night that the FBI stormed my home, and 29 FBI agents show up at 6 o'clock in the morning to arrest me for the first time... Did you have a belt buckle on you? No. If they would have they grabbed me even worse it's,
0: it's a belt buckle. It's legal. Yeah. Belt buckle, paperweight. But the
3: point, of course, is they know I have no... Valid passport they know I have no firearms in the car. You're a flight risk really everybody knows what I look like thanks to CNN mm. Chris Christie's on TV that night saying that I'm guilty. Sorry Chris You're the one who's guilty and you're going to prison even if it's in my last
0: breath So what did you advise and I know that you know look you, you've been Donald Trump's right-hand man for a really long time You guys you come and you go in the organization the but you had to at some point tell him look man get this guy Fauci out of here, dude. What's, what are you doing? Uh,
3: I, uh, I never disclose the content of my private conversations with the president, you know why? Because that will be the end of them, that's why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my views are known, and I think you can assume that I probably express my views. Uh, he's not going to change his position. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I argue is that in his first term, well, I think he did a lot of great things, he learned a lot about how Washington works. He wasn't a politician. Mm. He showed up in town thinking, okay, I get this. There are two teams, the Republicans, the Democrats. The Republicans will all rally around me the way they did around Reagan, yeah. the last outsider we had as president. Mm-hmm. The Democrats will oppose me. That's how it works. He never understood that half the Republicans it's made a more. It's a unit party type of a deal? Yeah, we're trying to get rid of him from the beginning. So now I would argue that he has a much better idea who the bad guys are. Uh, and I think he'd be much better in a second term. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, there, there is no other Republican who can win the next election t- because I believe that there's a subset of voters out there who are definitely not Republicans. They don't like Republicans. To them, the Republicans represent the country club. They're Trump voters. They won't vote for Ron DeSantis. They won't vote for any of these other Republican candidates. They might vote for Robert Kennedy Jr. if he could figure out some way to get nominated, which I think will be extraordinarily difficult because i think unfortunately as much as i like him and i disagree with him on a lot of stuff but i like him a lot Mm. on some issues they're going to kneecap him the way they kneecap bernie sanders but uh, some of these folks might vote for him if he could get to the general but i don't see that happening that's why i believe trump is the only one who can win these voters don't go for anyone else they just don't vote by the way these are the voters that Mitt Romney couldn't get. Mm-hmm. These are the voters John McCain couldn't get. Mm. There's only
1: one man who can get them Donald are, Trump. Are you saying RFK would get, could get the nomination if he was a Republican?
3: No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is he's chosen to run as a Democrat, and they've already right. rigged the rules against him. I mean, okay, he's going to go in the New Hampshire primary and the Iowa caucuses. That's great, but those states have been stripped of their delegates. Yeah. So they're beauty contests.
1: They're doing the tol- what they did to the Tulsi Gabbard. I'd right. love for yeah. him to be Trump's uh, vice. I was first mentioned
3: right here. I, I was actually the first guy to say that. Yep. Steve Steve Bannon, who's a piece of work um you know, uh, who rips off everything Roger says. He, and does. He came out and put forward the idea, but there's a number of problems with it. First of all, you have what are called "sore loser" laws, which means if you ran for the, the for uh, were on the ballot in a state for the nomination, you can't then appear on the ballot that November as a nominee of another party uh, or
0: as an independent. Gotcha. Uh,
3: Although you could argue, I didn't run for vice president; I ran for president. Yeah, therefore, the sore loser you, law.
0: You can see both sides of that because right. then you don't want to play spoiler against the right. person
3: that. Hey, yeah, great minds yeah. think alike,
1: you know what I'm saying. But
3: then, but then, then beyond that, there are a number of states that specifically say that you can't appear on the ballot in that state as a Republican nominee for federal office unless you are a registered member of that party. And Robert Kennedy is not. So okay. I don't. I think, uh, unfortunately, I would also love to see a Trump Kennedy ticket. But all Trump has to do is pledge, if I'm elected, I'm going to make this guy attorney general. If I'm elected, I'm going to make him the head of HHS. And interestingly enough, when uh, Robert Kennedy was on with Laura Ingram, a great interview, by the way, she asks him, will you endorse Joe Biden if he defeats you for the Democratic nomination? He completely ducks the question. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd have to think about that. Uh, It's unlikely, but I'd have to think about
0: that. You just presented a change I'd I'd really like to see before you go forward, The, the idea that presidents should... Uh, tell us who their cabinet their potential cabinet is we should be voting for the whole team yeah, the because you were you We you know you've been in this a long time President Bush might have been a fine president as soon as Cheney and Rumsfeld got involved. There was there's just no way
3: well it's it's that whole situation is a bit more complicated. Here's the thing uh, by law you cannot Promise to support to to appoint someone. So you'd have to say, for attorney general, I want someone like Robert Kennedy. Oh, Jr. you have to couch it right in uh-huh. order for it to be legal. Otherwise, it, it's an inducement and it's illegal. Huh. But to go back to the other question, uh, I, I, I think it is. A, I think that a bipartisan unity yes. unity approach is the only thing that can save the country. I like what Robert Kennedy's doing. Now that will be used against him. I I, I know him. We're not close friends. I would call him an acquaintance. I have met him once in my life, but they take that picture. The Biden opposition mm-hmm. research people take that picture. And they put it all over Twitter. Stone urged Robert Kennedy to run. No I, didn't. no, I did. No, I did. They're going to uh, take s- your endorsement. Stone as is opposition. advising Robert Kennedy. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm covering it on my daily show at Stonezone.live every day because it's interesting. Because I th- find what the guy doing interesting. That's a
0: pro plug right there. That's, that's what how, it was. That's a pro See how plug. Uh, Stonezone. Pro. That's that. I got to take notes on that. That yeah. was so well done. In case done. you didn't
3: catch it, it's StoneZone.Live so well every dot day at five dot yeah. Live.
0: StoneZone.Live. Yeah. Why, why do you think a third party can't get any traction in this?
3: It's very really simple, because the law that governs how to get on the ballot in the 50 states are written by Republicans and Democrats working together. So if you've got a spare $60 million, Yeah, I could get another party on the ticket because that's what it's going to cost you and then the presidential commission on debates Which is not appointed by the president is not a commission is most definitely not a debate is controlled by Republicans and Democrats So uh, I didn't support Mitt Romney in 2012. I voted for Gary Johnson Mm -hmm. I openly supported and campaigned for Gary Johnson. who's a very good friend of mine a very good guy Uh, But he should have been on the ballot. He should have been on the debate stage so they set an artificial floor. Oh, well, you can't be on the debate stage until you're getting 15% in the polls. Mm-hmm. So the guy breaks 15%, you know what happens? They change the criteria to 20. Because mm-hmm. they're never going to let you on that debate. Legal that's that's yeah. what Legal it is cheater. right now, it's
1: 20% to get well, on the debate they, stage? Well, they, they
3: can change it with a, with one meeting, and they will. Okay. Here's what the criteria should be. If your candidacy is on the ballot in enough states to theoretically hit 270 electoral votes and therefore be elected, you should be on the debate stage. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you in the Green Party, the Libertarian Party, if you're on the ballot in enough states to theoretically be elected, you should be in the debates. But the Presidential Commission on Debates, the co-chairs of which are the Republican National Chairman and the Democratic National Chairman, oh. they don't want debate. Mm-hmm. There right. was a poll— They're actually actively
0: saying that now.
1: Right, they don't. Like, like they,
0: the only way to save democracy— is to not
1: debate, right? Can't have anybody knowing what we're, what we're, what meanwhile, we're doing. Meanwhile, the the climate is so polarizing between like the the two part, the two main parties. It's only Depending. getting worse. It's yeah. a, like all the money it's comes crazy. from
2: the crazy or the greedy. There's no this, money in the middle. Th- now this actually, if I remember, remember the third party thing was. It's in New York. Remember in New York, you had the problem with the third party not being allowed. To uh, even represent themselves in races, right? And the, New York has a unique situation
3: with Durham, hear there are me. multiple parties. You have the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, obviously the Conservative Party, uh, the Working Families Party. You, uh, you used to have uh, the uh, the Liberal Party, but in order to maintain your status, you have to get at least fifty thousand votes in each gubernatorial year, and if you don't, you lose your permanent status. But you win the cumulative vote total. So Donald Trump appears as the nominee of the Republican and Conservative Party, you add the vote total together to determine who carries the state. Oh, interesting. It's a unique situation. Andrew Cuomo tried to kill it Mm. because the Working Family Party, which is a bunch of crazy leftists, never liked him because Andrew Cuomo's not a liberal. Andrew Cuomo's a gangster who believes in nothing whatsoever other than getting elected. Uh, And they hated him because he's not a liberal, he's not a progressive, uh, he's a moderate Democrat at at best. Uh, He was very late coming to same-sex marriage. A mainstay of their party, who's very late coming to legalization of cannabis, a mainstay of their party. They hate Andrew Cuomo. So the irony is, Andrew Cuomo wasn't taken down by conservatives. Andrew Cuomo no, was taken down by, by the liberals. Left. Yeah. The left took him down.
0: That That's one of the things that I think has been very interesting since the second Obama uh, campaign, Obama's re-election campaign. It's almost like the Democrats you know, unleashed a golem uh, among themselves where they had to get that far-left coalition to get over the hump. But now it's the far-left coalition, the Justice Democrats and the far-left progressives who are eating Democrats. It's not Republicans who are beating um, Democrats in heavy left areas like AOC didn't beat a Republican. Republican.
3: Well, and they clearly have control of Joe Biden or at least Joe Biden's apparatus I mean, I've friends of mine who are Democrats who are who don't like Trump and they say look Biden's a moderate he's gonna he's gonna govern from the center really where he's not governing from the center at all
0: mm. If he even knows what day of the week it is that's yeah, true. I mean, you talked about Kennedy, a Democrat like Joe Manchin wasn't an outlier when I was younger. Bill Clinton was a moderate. Bill Clinton would would almost be seen as right wing today. If John Kennedy were alive today, be a Republican based on his uh, based on
3: the record that I outlined earlier. So, mm. no, there the whole idea of the old Democratic Party, the party of Truman, the party of Kennedy, the party of Bill Clinton. Not Hillary the party of bill that party no longer exists. Their party's been taken over by radical
0: socialists Is it it it, so it comes down to money? Where's this money coming from right? It's you have it seems to me that global interests are have infiltrated domestic politics the money's coming from global interest. Is, it, is, the, is the threat of the World Economic Forum, the WHO, are these things actual real threats, or are they overblown in your mind? I think they're
3: real threats because they back them up with money. Look, George Soros has financed people who go on Twitter. And now and, Alex Soros. And, 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 and Alex Soros, although I think it was always him, by the way, uh, and advocating the assassination of Donald Trump. There's a crime. Mr. Barr. Go pick these people up. What are you waiting for? But there is no there is no equal application of the law. So they pretty much do whatever they want with impunity. The system is awash with dirty money, soft money, money that never gets reported any place. Uh, And uh, that is who's financed to take over the Democratic
1: Party. It would be real interesting if they were investigating Biden the same way they were investigating Trump.
3: Well, the House right. Republicans are trying to do that. But uh, those who keep hounding and screaming about the rule of law don't seem to have any problem with the FBI stonewalling a legitimate congressional request for documents and testimony from the FBI regarding what they've had on, on Joe Biden uh, and his illegal acceptance of bribes for now for several years. There is no every time you see a Democrat on TV speak about the rule of law, you know they're
1: lying. Huh. Uh,
0: and, and and for people that don't know that aren't as familiar, you know, some of our our fans are here for are sport about or the comedy. Trump thing. Yeah, yeah so
1: I, don't, I I for one, I'm not very familiar with uh, the the allegations he's facing. So if you, if you could explain the Fugazi uh, allegations, I'm sure I'm sure that's yeah. Uh, how they are going to be presented? Rela- it's relatively you
3: know? simple. Uh, what they're claiming is that he held on to certain presidential records that he should that he was required. To, uh, to return to the government. I just said it right there. Under the Presidential Records Act, he's entitled to do that. Mm-hmm. Judge Amy Berman Jackson, who was the judge in my case, who's a Trump hater, she ruled that Bill Clinton could hold on to any document he wants as a former president. That is the controlling law. That is the legal precedent. Mm-hmm. Jack Smith, who says with a straight face, there's equal protection on the law and everybody's treated equal, which is an absurdity, <laughs> uh, has brought these charges under the Espionage Act of 1917, mm-hmm. which has... Which there's been no prosecution. Sounds a lot of.
1: like yours, where it's yeah, the e- arbitrary. The equal protection. Yeah, right, Jack. And Look guys, at me. And Look and at you know, my
3: now, case. And now, because the Supreme Court has ruled that a case has to be tried in the jurisdiction where the alleged crime took place, they're apoplectic that this is not going to go to trial in Washington D.C., mm-hmm. where all the judges are controlled.
0: They got to play a road but game, but
3: they've now got to go in front of a judge in Miami who's not in the tank. Yeah, she was appointed. Uh, she was appointed uh, by Donald Trump. No, she should not recuse herself. There's no grounds to do so. You had no problem with a judge who was appointed by Barack Obama trying me. You didn't scream for her recusal. I moved that she recused herself several times. She rejected it. But would, that, have been, would have been an issue for appeal had I gotten to appeal. But
0: that, that in and of itself, while I agree with you from a perspective of being pragmatic, that pains me from a perspective of... of, of being a realist as for what that means for our country what it means for our country is like we are at a tit-for-tat place now Where because you did it doesn't mean pet- I should do it's it petty, It's yeah. so petty yeah. and it's only it's it to me uh, It's like it's creating a, a cultural death spiral that we can't get out well, of. I think you're really really
3: seriously understating the problem the law doesn't matter the Constitution doesn't matter the rules don't matter We do whatever we want and there's nothing you can do about it mm. when they can make Trump own lawyers, testify against him, and turn over their notes That's from their insane. conversations with him, that is proof. The Constitution doesn't matter. The law doesn't matter. The rules don't matter. Sure. They just do whatever they want. So that until I, you can find a federal judge who will stop them, I they was, will not be stopped. That's why they're apoplectic been, that you have a judge here who's an independent that they mm. cannot control.
2: I've been in numerous cases. I've never heard of anything like this. To have a lawyer, you're... Personal attorney testify against you being forced to. This is unheard of. And as I've heard yesterday on the Roger uh, Stone show on WABC Radio, it's week. Mm-hmm. Three- 3 p.m. on Sundays. David Shon, not, not as good as a plug, but it was a little, this Stone Zone. Little, little, little I, I was going to get this is, it in this this anyway. Is, this is, <laughs> <the> <laughs> it Roger Stone, little... Stone show on WABC radio at 3 p.m. on you got, Sundays. You got to smooth the edges a little bit there on him. The he, boy's coming along. Well, good, it's, coming along well, well it's coming coming along he's, 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 good. Yeah. Uh, he had a, he had a great guest. It was David Shon. Well, he recently got shoes on him. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen,
1: David. So he
2: had David Shon on. David Shon, who was an attorney for Roger on his case, and he's been Donald Trump's impeachment lawyer. One of his Lawyers, he stated something. This is insane. So he was saying that the grand jury, the testimony of the grand jury, that certain people that testified in Washington, D.C., we don't know if in the Florida grand jury, they heard any of this testimony So no they just read them the sure, testimony sure so
3: so it's, in other words the grand jury has no chance to cross examine that totally person valid. or even see them or read whether they think they're credible because of the way they act in court it's what, uh, it's a travesty
0: what what really um listen and this is this is to me the great appeal of Trump is you know he, he the infighting i don't like it the name calling i don't like it the bluster fine is those what all, it is
1: geez, those are all things i do like i know <laughs> the, i was going to say you're the, talking to the, the, the man behind that the w right? w aspect yeah, of things. Yeah. Come on. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Show.
0: I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the leader of the free world setting up a super kick from the turnbuckle. Oh. You know, whatever. But the idea that he was going to take on the military industrial complex, the idea that he he didn't start wars, the idea that he was, you know, going after the swamp, trying to drain the swamp, was remarkably important to me, and that's why I supported him. I. I hear these things, and I agree with everything you guys are saying. And then I say, man, why didn't Donald Trump pardon Julian Assange? Why? Why is? Why is? Snowden Jerry still Kushner. In- Jared Kushner had Jared Jared
3: Kushner, and and to a much much lesser degree, Mike Pompeo. Mr. Pompeo, Mr. President, are you aware of the fact that the disclosures by Julian Assange caused the death of thousands of American uh, soldiers and sailors? Are you aware of that? Now, that's a lie, but that's what he told Trump.
0: Listen, the truth shall set you free. We are in a we are in a timeline in America right now where breaking the law doesn't get you in trouble, reporting on somebody breaking the law does. Edward Snowden... That's a great point, G. Edward Snowden, he was like Sisyphus giving fire to, to, you know... They should both have been pardoned. They should should and Assange have been pardoned, pardoned, but... All he did is show what
3: the CIA and Uh, the deep state uh, was doing to its own citizens. And while we're at it, Trump had the opportunity to declassify all the JFK assassination records, and he released about 80% of them, but... Mike Mike Pompeo... Public enemy number one, deep state
2: quizzling, Fugazi.
3: Uh, a fraud. He convinced Trump that that would expose our sources and methods. I'm sorry, Mike, nobody involved in the Kennedy assassination is still alive. And if you guys are plotting to kill an American president, we actually need to know that. We need to know your sources. Mm-hmm. Trump on my on my radio show last Sunday pledged that if he's elected
0: again, he will release all those documents. It's about time. We never got to the bottom of the bricks. Who set up the pallets of bricks on the riots? Oh, I we remember never got that to, one. We that never, was in New York City. We never got to the bottom of who financed the riots. These were well-organized, well-financed things. Somebody paid for those flatbeds. Somebody paid for the flatbeds. Right. Somebody set up the pipe bombs January 6th that were inert. Somebody. It's on camera, but nobody, they, nobody knows 100, 139 flights to Epstein Island, and we don't know anybody that was on it except Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. So where
3: are the no, no, no. answers? Hold on, Donald oh, Trump wait. never never visited Epstein's Island. Never? Never, not even once, no. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. Were you ever at Epstein Island? Absolutely not, and if a person who wants to say this online wants to say it again and attach your name to it and your address, I will see you in a heartbeat. A, I don't own a bull mask. B, I've never been to Epstein's Island, yeah. and I have nothing whatsoever to do with, with, with uh, Jeffrey Epstein other than to say, in my book, The Clinton's War on Women, I'm the first guy in America to expose him it's the longest chapter in the book and i tie him right to the people who financed him bill and hillary clinton so but i see this constantly online stone what about your visit to epstein island there is no such evidence but if you want to say that that's fine attach your name and address to it you'll hear from my lawyers
0: i probably would have gone to epstein island the first time i wouldn't you know like you don't know it till you go like you're you're, you don't know anybody your 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 billionaire buddy wants to fly you to this place you don't think there was like pretense like
3: you, you don't think they think, were like you don't danger think they had signs? An idea? No, I don't think no so. red
0: flags. No, nah, I've I've gone to strip clubs with producers and then afterwards been like, yeah, I don't want to go out with this guy again. This guy's weird. But you don't know He's... that until you go. You know? No. no?
1: I yeah. no. bold statement, buddy. I listen in retrospect. Honest, but it's honest. And I in appreciate it. You're always honest. Of course. You're well, always with, you're, the, you're, with the with the power When of you, hindsight, you saw the little kids run around you like that. Would you maybe uh, be like hey, would you talk to someone? Yeah, at least? Could, there's a there's lot there's, of children there, here, but there, no parents. There, what there, the? There's
3: a great story in my book, uh, which uh, Trump told me uh, Once and only once he is invited to Epstein's house in Palm Beach And Epstein just badgered him, having this reception, just want you to drop by. Trump says, okay, okay, I'll drop by. He's pulling up to the house. And he says to his driver, look at that. Jeff Epstein, what a great guy. Look at all those kids. He lets the neighborhood kids use his pool. What a guy. What a guy. Trump walks in. He walks back out in five minutes and says, let's get out of here. Something creepy going on in there. What was it, boss? It was me and Epstein. It was a bunch of kids. There were no other adults there. I said, hey, Jeff, glad to be here. I showed up and he left. I
1: kind of feel the need to beat the shit out of everyone with a baseball bat at the party. You could do Mm. more than that. Well. Yeah.
0: Mr. UFC. Yeah, yeah, Mick, and and also let's give a shout out to our boys uh, Scrap and uh, and Ryan Montgomery doing. Yeah, I, I need scrappy to today. I need to cleanse my soul with a uh, with with a five oh Five hundred one PC shout out. Five six one PC shout out. The the Predator Hunters down here doing they amazing catch, stuff. Uh, yeah.
1: They they catch uh, guys talking to. Uh, I, have you seen it? They they're talking to like little kids and stuff. They set up like like a, an adult doing it, and then when they go somewhere. They show up. Yeah, and they're, they're like, hey, what's up, a hacker, what's up, Steve? a hacker, know, and an MMA fighter got
0: together on this. It's pretty. But does really anyone exciting. get does anyone get
1: Saving prosecuted kids. off it? Of Is it's it's hard. It's hard yeah, because it's, the way they come up with the information isn't t- like really legal. Because they only around listen. But so they call the cops. The, they embarrass the them. If
2: the, if you just want to know one thing, the only people that get prosecuted have to be named Trump or anyone that voted for him. If there's any other crime. It's all debatable behind the scenes. Listen, I hate I hate, the, I,
0: hate I hate the fact that that it's true because you it's know it, it's you want to be like man, this guy's always complaining or whining, but it's true. I mean, it's Sam, true. Sam bankman freed. Oh, they just I saw that. Just they yeah. just yeah. let Sam it, bankman freed out. This guy embezzled yeah. more money than Madoff. Yeah.
3: yeah, but he'll walk. He'll cause, walk because he has the right connections.
0: So if you're a Republican. How do you get anybody from the donor class to get on board with you? You don't because- need any, you don't need anybody from
3: the donor class. Donald Trump's money's never come from the donor class. Trump's money comes from small and media sized contributions, little mom and pops, blue collar. It's people. always been where his money come from. Every time you read these stories about oh, this major billionaire bundler switched from Trump to DeSantis, do your research. He was for Trump right after Trump won the election. Oh, he gave to Trump's inauguration that does not make you a Trump supporter. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't think uh, Reagan never got the big money either He was never the toast of Wall Street never the toast of the financial elite. You don't need them Uh, Trump's money comes from small donors. He's raised eight million dollars since he was charged since Last public number is six six point six. It's now up to eight
0: If the GOP were to pull a uh, Bernie Sanders, like, you know, it's well-documented now that Hillary – this is one of my funny things. We were talking about this off-air, Mick, like when everybody's like, they would never rig an election. I'm like, they rigged their own primaries. It's well-documented. Hillary's camp used Donna Brazile and Dianne Feinstein and Debbie Wasserman Schultz to rig the the primary against Bernie Sanders, right? So Bernie would have won that primary. Hillary won it. They rigged it. This is proven factual. Yes. 100%, yes. Yes. One hundred percent. Donald Brazil yeah. Yeah, this is the, did it. This, then wrote a book I, and made money off of doing
3: it. Uh, and ironically, Rubbing this was among face. the documents Julian Assange uh, got and and published, showing that Debbie Wasserman Schultz, every man's you know first wife, uh, that she rigged the primaries against Bernie.
2: Dianne uh, Feinstein, who's been there how many decades now? Term limits. Dianne Feinstein. Yes, one but I, of I hope reasons. she
3: hangs on because I don't want Adam Schiff that's, appointed that's,
0: to that that's seat. That's true. Voting is supposed to be term limits. Sometimes the W knows better than the W don't. But the, the idea is, again, going back to Assange, you know the idea that these people are, are somehow morally above this when they would rig their own primary. Juxtapose that to today. The, the uniparty that you mentioned before. Let's say that they get together and they rig the, the GOP primary against Donald Trump. Would you advise him to run then as a third party candidate?
3: Uh, it would be too late
0: first of all he will have contended
3: presumably in the primary so the sore of loser laws would would uh, uh, would kick in but also the deadlines for getting on the ballot in most states will pass Prior to the primary, so mm. it would be too late, and it would also be financially extraordinary. I mean, he's a billionaire, but even then, mm. the cost would be uh, would be exceptional. Again, what I said earlier, they make it as difficult as they can to get on the ballot unless you're a Republican or a Democrat. And if you're trying to get on the ballot in the primaries to challenge the bar, they make that
0: difficult too. So the chance so of in a, New York a State, Ross Perot, or, or... It,
3: it was a different time, and Ross Perot spent you know a lot of his own money, but it was a very different. time Time. So in New York State, for example, if I signed a petition to get somebody on the ballot and I signed it Roger Stone But I'm on the voter rolls as Roger J. Stone jr. That signature is invalid That's the rule interesting. They make it as oh. difficult as possible hmm. The Republicans and the Democrats don't want competition. They don't want competition and they write the rules so uh, If they rig the Republican nomination against Donald Trump, they'll lose anyway. They nominate anybody they want they'll lose
1: what do you think about uh, the third parties, like uh, the Libertarian Party in particular?
3: I was very briefly a member of the Libertarian Party when they nominated uh, Mitt Romney. The guy was such a phony, uh, such a, a total fraud who believed in nothing. A fugazi. And I remember very well when his father, George Romney, knifed Barry Goldwater in the back the same way that Mitt knifed Donald Trump in the back. Now, let's be very clear. Mitt lives in Massachusetts. He doesn't live in Utah. He may have family roots in Utah, but he doesn't live in Utah. He goes to Trump and says, I want to run for the Senate in Utah. Trump says yes, so what? Well, the state attorney general wants to run. He's a Trump guy. You need to get him out of the race. Okay, Mitt, I'll get him out of the race. Gets him out of the race. Now what? Uh, Mr. President, you need to endorse me in the primary. Okay. All right, Mitt, I'll endorse you in the primary. Now Mitt becomes a senator, what's the first thing he do? Knifes Trump right in the back on the impeachment. The man is no good, he believes in nothing. He can't even keep a consistent hair color. He's got a different color hair every time I see him. The guy's had more plastic surgery uh, than Debbie Wasserman Schultz. I mean, there's nothing real about this guy. He believes in nothing other than lining his own pockets. Remember when he was running for president, he said, I'm severely conservative? No one who is a conservative would ever describe themselves as severely conservative. Nobody remembers anything about Mitt
0: Romney except binders full of women. So that was the you were saying, though, about the Libertarian Party.
3: Well, so the problem is they're just as crazy as everybody else. Uh, here's the, I, I met a lot of great people in the Libertarian Party, but there's a wing of the party that is our anarchist. Think about this for a moment. If you are an anarchist, then you shouldn't belong. To any organized political party because sure. you don't believe in organization so you would go to a convention Great with these point. people and you would say wait a minute you can't do that the convention rules say I, we don't we don't we don't obey any rules we're anarchists sure. well then you shouldn't be a member of this party that's <laughs> yeah. so I true mean, yeah. i mean they they, they nominated <laughs> uh they nominated uh uh bob Barr. Uh, who is a Will, good, a yeah. very, a very good guy, former congressman for Georgia. They nominated him for president. There's only one problem. I like Bob Barr. I think he's a very good man, but he's not a libertarian, mm-hmm. not even remotely a libertarian. Yeah. And then subsequently, they love to nominate somebody you never heard of who can't raise five bucks, yeah. and then they expect to make it as a party. Yeah. They nominated Gary Johnson twice. Gary Johnson was a very credible candidate, had a great record as governor of New Mexico, balanced the budget, mm-hmm. cut tax has created more jobs yep. than the governors of Texas and Massachusetts but together. But interestingly <laughs> enough, in 2012 when I supported him, no one in the media would cover him. CNN never once during that entire year acknowledged that he existed. But 4 years later when he's running against Donald Trump yeah. and they thought he might siphon votes from Trump, suddenly they're giving he, they they're giving him a, a his own town hall. I'll yeah. tell you the other strange thing. Bill Weld's a friend of mine. His vice oh. presidential running mate. Oh in 2012 When I decided to leave the party of Lincoln Goldwater and Reagan to become a libertarian and I was advising uh, Gary Johnson I said look we need a we need a vice presidential candidate who will blow their doors off There are two possibilities Barry Goldwater jr Mm -hmm. Former congressman son of Barry Goldwater senior the nominee. Oh, Gary says he's a friend of mine. I talked to Barry He's a good great guy can't leave the Republican Party just too Good. tough can't do it. Okay. I Amish. said the other, the other guy is bill. Weld. Yeah. So I call bill. Weld, who's a friend of mine. Very very smart guy uh, And I said hey, I'd like to see you and he said sure let's have lunch at the Harvard Club Okay, so I meet him and I say look I'd like you to consider running for vice president of liberty. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, are you out of your mind? That this would 20, be the this is 2012 Democrat. are you are you out of your mind? I'm not doing that. I said, okay I thought I'd ask Four years later, now I'm supporting Donald Trump. Guess who out of the blue contacts Gary Johnson and says, I want to run for vice president? Bill Welch, who then used that position to campaign for Hillary Clinton and yeah. attack Donald a Trump. Yeah. Because he was promised an ambassadorship. Hey, Bill, you're never getting your ambassadorship.
0: Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm i a unbelievable. Well, the biggest problem, it, it, it like my, my estimation, department. Mick, for the Libertarian Party is they want to win debates online. They don't want to win seats of power. That's oh, the, and half, the
3: and half of the people in they, the party. They
0: want to be the smart guy in the room. They don't want to actually And there's a lot of win. purists there. There's some pragmatists, but some people say,
3: look, child, porno- child pornography should be legal. No, I'm sorry. It should not. What, what was that? The what? There are people in the party think child pornography should be legal because they're for all freedom. They're against yeah, any restrictions. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't go for that. We don't yeah. need an army or a navy. We don't need any military. Uh, we, we should disband that. them all. Well, because the Libertarian Party has wings. It has a more traditional conservative wing, and it has a more liberal, left, anarchist wing. Any mature party, that's the case. But please nominate a candidate for president that someone has heard of. And who can raise more than $5? I'll tell
0: you what. The real reason they don't want, like, Gary Johnson stole debates that he was actually allowed to be a part of. When he acted like he was having a heart attack because he was smoking a joint, it was the best soundbite of the whole debate. If, God forbid, Dave Smith was ever allowed, a professional comedian, a professional speaker, if he was ever allowed on that debate stage, he would be the only person anybody talked about after. Well, don't worry. You'll never let him on the stage. They won't let him on. They just won't do it. Do you, do you think we're running into it? I mean, we're live on YouTube right now, hopefully still. The yeah. uh, do, do you think we're coming to a place in time where those traditional gatekeepers are as necessary? Uh, I don't think it's a question of
3: being necessary. I just think their power will become less. The guy who's really breaking through is Robert Kennedy. He's breaking through. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are censoring him on ABC, NBC, CBS, but he see, goes on CNN, Joe Rogan but, he, but by going on Joe Rogan, by doing a Twitter space, uh, by doing alternative media, he is in a very interesting way breaking through. This is why I, I, I spend so much time talking about him, writing about him, covering him on my show, because I find it interesting, mm-hmm. just from a point of view of political science. Uh, Cable television is going to go the way of broadcast television. Broadcast television's over. CBS, ABC, ABC. Nobody is watching. Yeah. And to the extent that anybody is watching, they're watching it online. Mm-hmm. Cable is going that way. For, for whatever reason, the people who own Fox have decided that they're going to tank the thing. It's what, losing ratings, it's losing money, and ultimately it will just close their doors.
0: What happened behind the scenes there with Tucker Carlson?
3: Uh, I, Tucker was too dangerous. He was a truth teller whether it was uh, the power of Big Pharma or whether it was his interview with Robert Kennedy or whether it was his question of the election we now have a decision in the Eighth Circuit uh, of uh, of the United States where they have uncovered this report that shows that George officials knew that the machines could be hacked uh, you could even mm-hmm. NBC's covering that because they have to because the Democrat lost so those
0: machines can be hacked
3: so so the point I guess is that that Tucker was telling too many truths uh, and they want to sideline him Box through, through. Yes. do well, they want to sideline him uh, through the 2024 election. They want to make sure that he has no platform. He's going to fight them, uh, you know, in court. His, tw- his Twitter posts now, his Twitter show, which is only 10 minutes long. Yeah. He's dwarfing the numbers that he got uh, on cable. Oh yeah. Now, that's both good, but I he's also... also no-holds-barred. He's, no, he's they're, throwing they're, some no, paymakers. Well, look, he's been a friend of mine for 30 years, and I probably wouldn't be sitting here if he had not championed a pardon for me because he knew my entire case was a fraud. I did nothing wrong. There is no Russian collusion. There is no WikiLeaks collaboration. The judge said to me when you're sentenced, you have been convicted of lying to cover up for Donald Trump, to which I say, cover up what? What is it I was covering up? It's a fraud. To go back to the point, however, there are voters, older voters, they're not on Twitter. They're not even online. They're used to turning on the TV set and seeing programming. And those are the people Tucker Carlson will not get to anymore. Mm-hmm. So while he is more powerful in some senses, senses, in other ways, he's less powerful.
2: Yeah, and remember, Tucker, when uh, Roger went through, I mean, I was there, we stepped away with Roger. Tucker was probably the premier guy in the media that was behind Roger and constantly mentioned Roger's name he, and, and the entire injustice of that entire case, whether it was the judge or the how they were treating him in D.C., how the even the way they got jurors for the grand jury, they were high fiving each other in the back, as I was told. So he was the one outlining the whole thing where other people kind of. You know, turn the corner when they when, when heard Roger's name, or they didn't want to mention anything about Roger. They didn't think it was right. And some of these people today, you know, a couple of years ago, they were, they were all saying, Roger, Roger, Roger. Well, let's say Roger. Now today, they act like they don't know Roger. Well, I think, I, uh, I think you know, Tucker, Carlson, Tucker was the number one guy.
0: Tucker Carlson he was I remember, always behind them. If, I'm, uh, if, if I remember correctly, I think he called you the Forrest Gump of American politics? Yeah. Every, every, time you, every time you look somewhere, there he is standing in the background. Uh, Tucker
3: Carlson is—he's been a friend of mine for thirty years. He's a, the irony is the hatred towards him makes no sense. He is one of the most decent. Agreed. Uh, and even when he had liberals on his show, he never cuts them off the way Chris Cuomo does. Mm-hmm. He oh, always lets man. them talk. He was unfailingly polite. He's one of the most decent people you're ever going to meet. Uh, He's, he's truly just a fine gentleman and a truly loyal friend. The level of hatred for him on the left simply because he speaks the truth is really hard to well, where, understand. where are
0: the allegations of him being a white supremacist? Where do those come from? They're, that's They're insane. absurd. Look,
3: uh, they, they call me a white supremacist constantly. You know what? I was opposed to stop and frisk in New York City. All my conservative friends think I'm wrong, but I'm sorry. You should not be pulled over and frisked because of the color of your skin. You can call me any name you want. That's my position. I support affirmative action, which was a Nixon administration uh, proposal. My right. conservative friends kicked the crap out of me over that. And we've already established you're uh, Sicilian from the waist down. Uh, I, I support, and it's a short swim from Sicily to Africa. true. I was opposed to Reagan ending the Voting Rights Act. I call out the war on drugs. The war on drugs is started by Richard Nixon was focused on drug traffickers and drug kingpins Mm -hmm. It was Bill Clinton uh, and the crime uh, bill That was a Joe Biden Biden bill yeah. and Joe Biden omnibus who passed a bill that That mandates the harsh mandatory penalties for the first time nonviolent crime of possession of small amounts of drugs by the individual Can you Imagine the balls
0: of Joe Biden sponsoring that bill and then having a son like Hunter Biden get away with what he's gotten away with, or saying to that the, man has put millions of human lives behind destroyed them, destroyed, destroyed them, destroyed
2: them generations. Families.
0: The majority of them
3: being uh, African American, by of the And him saying to the guy, if you're not for me, you ain't black. Joe Biden is a segregationist. Joe Biden said in, when he was running for the Senate in 1972, I'm against the Wilmington schools being segregated because they will be a racial jungle and I don't want my daughter Believe going to school in a jungle. You talk about the dog whistle, there the dog whistle probably because of his close friends in the u.s senate kkk grand wizard robert berg and strom Thurmond. these uh, and james yeah. o eastland these are the guys he hung out with bill clinton uh, pardon me joe biden is an unreconstructed segregationist always has been his entire life he has no civil rights record this idea i marched with king no you didn't you didn't march with anyone
2: other than maybe the grand wizard himself it was at his funeral i believe he's at his funeral yeah, there was a um, we
1: talked about that. There, yeah, there was so a fact ago, check. Right? There was
0: a Facebook fact check that said that that was false. And but then, then he, also
1: he, we looked it up and he clicked said on it. it and
0: said, well, he wasn't the Grand Wizard. He was the Deputy Grand
1: Wizard. But That yeah. he eulogized them. Deputy. Yeah. I mean, look, he was a member. Was a semant- it was a semant- what the
3: thing is. It, 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 semant- mem- yeah. it was a member. he was a member of the of the clan. He signs the uh, not Joe so- Biden. N- no,
0: yeah, Robert no, no, Robert But
3: but he but he signs the he signs the Southern Manifesto in in 1958. He's part of the block that. Past that opposes the only
0: we got sh- to dot our eyes across our T's, man. The, the Google China tube is gonna. If we get one thing even like off by a word here, we're gonna get we're gonna get crashed. So. Uh, I know I know my history pretty well. Yeah, what do you think of Alex Jones? What are your thoughts on Alex Jones? Well, I, and I'll preface it by saying, I never took Alex Jones seriously until they silenced them? It's kind of an unfair question because Alex Jones is a very good friend of mine.
3: And Alex Jones always treated me extraordinarily well. Remember, I did a show on Infowars at 5 o'clock every day mm -hmm. called The War Room. You might remember that name because Steve Bannon stole it for his radio show. That's right. Speaking of intellectual property. Uh, And uh, I like Alex Jones. He's always been incredibly good to me. I don't agree with him on everything. I disagree with him on some things. I probably agree with him on most things. uh, But he's always been very Good to me. Uh, he's very, very smart. I wouldn't want to debate the guy if I were some leftist, but that's why they never want a debate. Uh, I will say this though: the Alex Jones you see on the air—that is the real Alex Jones. Oh yeah, turning red, screaming—that is the real Alex Jones.
2: Seventeen seventy-six will commence again. I can (laughs) confirm that I've seen that in person myself. There's
3: no, it's not like he's one person on the air and somebody else off the air. Most most people in public life, they they have two personas: their public persona and their and their private persona. There is only one Alex Jones. He is that same guy.
0: That's interesting. Why do you think they chose him to to silence out of all the people because he
3: reaches millions and millions of people and he changes minds because he's he has been pardon the expression the tip of the spear and they know it uh, and therefore they have to silence him. I'm not a lawyer, but I really do believe under the First Amendment. He's allowed to say whatever crazy thing he wants and if you don't like it, you don't have to listen. Mm -hmm. You don't have to listen but the idea you can be sued for mental infliction because he expressed his opinion, those those cases need to go to the U.S. Supreme Court. Maybe they'll do the right thing, or maybe they won't. So
0: let me, let me ask you that, right, because this is, again, now I come back to like the impotence of the right. Alex Jones gets sued, a left-wing activist lawyer, he gets sued for an insane amount of money for, for his, his statements on Sandy Hook, which he now admits were, were incorrect. <sighs> But it doesn't. That then set a precedent. And where is the crazy right wing activist suing all of these anchors on mainstream media every night for all of their lies over the last four or five years? Why isn't there a massive lawsuit against Rachel Maddow? Why is because there a mass- it would immediately be dismissed by some liberal judge. That's why. That's in New York
3: jurisdiction too. She's in New York. So, so the point is, you'd never get a fair hearing. Uh, Alex Jones, unfortunately for him, lives in Austin, the most liberal district in Texas. Yep. Trust me, if that case were heard in any other judicial district in Texas, it would have been dismissed. So he's gonna take it all the way to the Supreme Court? Uh, presumably, ultimately. In the meantime, they hobble him financially. Don't kid yourself, his audience continues to grow and grow and grow. Mm-hmm. He's selling more and more and more stuff. I'm not sure he can access that cash under the rules of the bankruptcy. He's living very strictly under the rules of the bankruptcy, mm. uh, but they wouldn't attack him if he was not effective. They wouldn't, they wouldn't try to destroy him if he wasn't breaking through.
2: You did, you did bring up one thing with Jones, and, and we'll go back to even with the president, President Trump. Uh, they actually brought cases against Alex Jones in two different districts, Connecticut and Texas, just like with Trump. They're trying to go to DC. Florida, and now they're going to try, I guess, New Jersey, and they have New York as well. Which proves
3: the whole thing is political. Why do we need a plan B if this is really just about justice? So uh, it uh, uh, is—look, I'm I'm still a fan of InfoWars. I don't care who doesn't like it. I'm still a a good friend of Alex Jones, and I do the show pretty regularly.
0: Yeah, I, and again, it's almost like the the more they censor people, the more backlash there is. Because I never took him seriously. I always thought, you know, Robert Kennedy, I've always thought he was a loon. I didn't know. I just, I... I I listened to the people who said these people were crazy, and I'm like, well, I like these people. If they say he's crazy, he must be crazy. Then I listen to these people, and I say, man, you know what? That He's not nearly as crazy as they told me he was.
3: There's- well, Alex Jones, is, they always made fun of him for saying the water was turning the frogs gay. Yeah. Now you have Robert Kennedy documenting the fact that the crap they put in the water does change the sexual nature of the frogs. It happens to be a fact.
1: And it's Jones, Jones seems right. like very ahead of his time. Like Sophie he was yeah. saying years ago, people were like, I was crazy. And then you look at it now, and you're like, wow. Yeah, was-
3: although, although it it is rather galling to have Joe Rogan who will not have me on his show. That's keep giving Alex Jones credit for exposing true. Jeffrey Epstein when in fact I had to explain to Jones who Jeffrey Epstein was, who for years he called Jerry Epstein just Jerry. to make prove my point. <laughs>
0: well, he was one of the first ones that that had some some sizable questions about 9/11 as well. And it, you know, and my initial reaction to all the 9/11 skepticism, probably because I I I disliked Michael Moore so much was like, "Oh god, all right." And then but then as you start getting into the the details of it you're like, "Man, that Building 7 does not make a lot of sense. Also, man.
2: I think Jones was uh, arrested in New York City for protesting the Republican National Committee, which was, by the way, uh, I think, mishandled by the NYPD at that time. So in 04.
3: I don't, rec- I don't recall yep, that.
2: He was. He was there. And and they made the, the NYPD itself, it was just a disaster that would happen there. So, Roger,
1: where do you think we go from here?
3: Uh, well, I mean, uh, look, there's, I think there's only one guy who can save the country and change the fundamental system. Uh, Donald Trump has to has to has to run the tables he has to he has to draw to an inside straight can it be done? Can be done. We don't know when these various trials will be. That will become very key. They will. They're going to try to fast track the trials so they can hobble his campaign. If he has decent legal representation, that remains to be seen as well. There are a number of ways that the, his lawyers can justifiably and legally slow this process down so he has a fair chance at trial. Uh, if he is, uh, uh, if he is uh, convicted, uh, an elected president, or if he's convicted. After he's elected president, he can pardon himself on all these federal charges So the jury here is really going to be the entire the American people the jury's not going to be these people in the courtroom uh, In in Florida not really it's not going to be a jury in New Jersey It's not going to be a jury conceivably in DC. It's going to be the American people They are going to be able to make a decision He's going to run for president using these indictments like a badge of courage Look they're charging me with a crime because they want to derail my presidential campaign. This is a Reason for you if you think this is bogus to vote for me uh, he's a very tough road ahead but it's exceed, exceedingly doable what's amazing about him to me he was on my wabc radio show for my first show and i expected you know 10 minutes maybe 20 if i was lucky he stayed the whole hour mm. this is between the time that he's charged and the time that he's arraigned He's cool as a cucumber. Mm I mean, he's calm, he's funny, he's talkative, he's resolute, there's just no evidence that he's bothered or stressed by any of this. Look, I work for Nixon, I work for Bob Dole. They're both very, very tough guys, tough. Neither one of them nearly as tough as Donald Trump. This guy has ice water in his veins. This is not a guy you want to get in a cage match with. Governor DeSantis is about to find that out the hard way. Now,
1: this is not how, a guy you want to get into. How uh, How do you foresee him fixing, fixing all this? Any
3: pre- president has enormous executive power. Start by appointing an attorney general who will actually enforce the law start by appointing right a cia way. director and an fbi director who will then investigate both those agencies and expose the corruption to the american people the the president of the united states can clean up this system it all goes right to one office we have a, we have sadly enough an, an imperial presidency that is not only is that the solution that is the only solution right. it's got to be an
1: uphill battle with those two uh Powers, the CIA and the FBI. Uh, it's China. very,
3: it's clearly an uphill battle. But my friend, if you will read in the Bible, in every great battle, the forces of the Lord are always overwhelmingly outnumbered, and they always win. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can think it's corny or tried, or you can think it's some kind of pose. I put my faith in Christ. I think he's going to deliver us. I think he's going to save the nation, and I think he's going to save Western civilization. So you ask me, what is my political strategy? Praying. That's my political strategy. Really?
0: Yeah, but I mean, maybe also donate and, and debate just in case.
1: But no, the, Well, I'm ab- not
3: against the donate part. <laughs>
1: yeah. What about uh, us as people, people listening? What, what, can, uh, what can, just for, obviously, the, it's, you know, it's, a cra- it's crazy times right now. Where, you know, it's everything's so polarizing and every everybody's, you know. First
3: of all, don't tune out. Don't and, say, this whole thing's so dirty, so disgusting, I'm not going to participate. very that's, you're hearing
1: a lot. Of, you're hearing that from a lot do, of people. A lot of people are just, are just with with like, uh, ah. Yeah,
3: yeah. You can't afford to do that. No. So you have to stay plugged in. Secondarily, pray. I don't care if you're a Christian or a Jew or or a Muslim. Pray. Mm -hmm. Pray for justice. Pray. It's powerful. Save me. It can save the country. Saving me as we speak. Thirdly, uh, donate. Never give a penny to the Republican National Committee or the Republican Congressional Committee or the Republican Senatorial. They will use that money against the candidates that you like. Pick individual men and women whose message you like, who who you're impressed with, and give directly to them. Mm -hmm. You like what Robert Kennedy's saying and doing? Send him 25 bucks. He's in an uphill battle against the same people Trump is battling. Uh, But people need to stay plugged in. You see a story online that moves you, that you think is really interesting and compelling. Post it. Send it to all your friends by email. Put it up on your own social media. They can. They may be able to to kneecap me at Facebook. They can kneecap me at Instagram. They can kneecap me at. YouTube. <laughs> they, they can knee-tack me at t- TikTok, which I don't really care about because I don't want the red Chinese in my phone anyway, no, they're there anyway. Uh, but they can't knee-cap everybody. So if you see something compelling that really moves you, some some nugget of truth, put it up on your... On how your, do you send, delineate, do you delineate
1: truth take. from misinformation? It's in the eye this. of
3: the beholder. You read it and you make a decision. Here's what I don't like. ABC compare. saying, we can't send this to you because it's misinformation. We don't trust you to make up your yep. own mind. Yep. Let each individual decide what they
0: believe. Yeah, there's this elitist gatekeeping that somehow they are the arbiter of truth, and you can't, you, 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 arbiter you, present That's right. my case. You, 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 the arbiter could of truth. Not, there's no way you could comprehend this, this, this insanely you know, difficult concepts of. Uh, you know, I keep
2: hearing. I, it's funny you guys keep mentioning Robert F. Kennedy over and over again. I actually wanted him to say one thing here. Going back to his uh, uncle, mm-hmm. if we go back, Roger, and at nineteen, it just let him speak about this because it's been a lot of people out there I know they want to hear about crazy conspiracies or, 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 or JFK 1960 election, Roger. Who really won that? Did JFK uh, uh, really win that? No, election? Richard Nixon won that
3: election. You can Just see please. it. You can see it in my book, uh, the man. Apart uh, me, you can see it in two of my books, Nixon Secrets. Nixon agrees. Uh, oh, Nixon. Let me put it this way: the, the Chicago, Herald, the, the, the Herald Tribune, which was a major, major newspaper, did a ten-part series documenting the theft of the 1960 election. You can't find that online anywhere. It doesn't exist. I had to mm-hmm. dig into a basement uh, in this in this warehouse in New York to find the microfilm. On which it's listed the 1960 election was stolen in Chicago, but also Mm -hmm. stolen in Texas Nixon made a lot of mistakes in that election, but he still came on strong in the final two weeks He conserved his television money to the end. He finally got Eisenhower up off the bench Eisenhower did stops in LA New York City, and I think it was Philadelphia Draw enormous crowds Nixon won that election. It was stolen.
0: I've heard this before and my point is Going to be the same thing that it was Four years ago Same thing that it was in the midterms. Just win baby Who got to be president Well
3: but let's be very clear Who got well, to be
0: president So so you're right If you how, don't fix how, Maricopa County I don't want to hear about Carrie Lake So you're saying you what If it. they cheat cheat better the, Brother The job is to win if if the, if ever, the dead but, the, the dead vote for Democrat, they can vote for Republican well, too. But, but I, I if some, Roger, I can't believe I have to say this to you of all people. If you play by their rules that they don't play by you're not noble you're a sucker you can't go out and break the law to win an election just because
3: they do it i know i can't i can't justify that you got to win an election let's be very clear 1960 nixon gets cheated eisenhower tells him you should challenge the election tom dewey the nominee in 44 and 48 governor tells him you should challenge the the election barry goldwater nelson Rockefeller, that said dick you should challenge the election they robbed you nixon says no then i'll be a sore loser I'll be back. And he was. And what happened to him, though, was always in his head. And, 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 and he made the greatest single political comeback in American history in 1968. Risen then, from the dead. And, and then they ran him off again, and guess what? And
0: then. Four
3: presidents showed up at his funeral and said he was the greatest president of all time. <laughs> somewhere, he, between,
0: somewhere between, between those two thing things. <laughs> somewhere between those two things, something happened.
3: No, no, they, they took him down, but did that end him? Was he finished? Did he just take up. No, he was back on the scene. He was shuttling, at, and in, in his 90s, he's going to China and Russia and then coming back and meeting with the president of the United States, saying, "Here's what's really going on." Sure,
0: but but do you think if he wasn't so convinced that that he got cheated out of that first election, he would have tried to cheat the second time?
3: He didn't cheat the second time, though. He didn't have to.
0: No, he was going to win, but he did. He did cheat. He got caught. Talking Watergate.
3: Yeah. He didn't authorize Watergate. There's no evidence of that whatsoever. Why would you do that? You're leading in 49 states by double digits, and if you're in politics, you know there's nothing at the Democratic National Commit- Committee worth knowing.
0: Well, you think that was that it was get... that. No, I, th-
3: I think that there were I think John Dean authorized the break-in at the Watergate because he was trying to get the records of his wife's service as a hooker. What? <laughs> read 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 one of my books, dude. Please. Read read, read oh, White man, H- I don't read. read reading's so tough. Read White White House Call Girl by Phil Stanford. It's all there. By the way, John Dean must come sue me. Bring it on, brother. Bring it. Uh, he sued everybody else who said this, but he won't sue me because he knows he could not stand cross-examination. So th- if that's the case, why did why wouldn't Nixon come out and say that? Uh, Because for 19 months, John Dean lied to him. Mr. President, this has no connection to us. Nobody authorized it in the White House. Nobody knew about this. This was this crazy guy, Gordon Liddy. For 19 months, John Dean is misleading him. He doesn't know the truth until it's too late. And he resigns because of it? He, he resigned because they were about to remove him and he didn't have the votes. Well, let's remember, it's not like today when there's an internet. There's mm-hmm. three networks and there's two major newspapers. And if they're against you, what is your platform to launch your, your counterattack? Mm-hmm. From where do you get to launch your, your defense? You don't. This is something I can't quite get trump to understand trump always says to me i understand why nixon resigned why didn't he fight it out fight it out from where they wouldn't cover anything he had to say when he comes out and says i am not a crook instead of covering what he says they make fun of him if there had been an internet in 1973 74 he never would have resigned and guess what he would have survived
1: yep. wow he would have been able to ride out the tide speaking of uh, of your books uh would you be willing to share some of your stone's rules with uh With our audience? Sure. I'm Um, a big uh, fan of them.
3: uh, Stone's Rules is a a book I wrote, which is uh, a manual for life. It's not really political. You don't have to be a conservative or a libertarian or a Republican or Trump supporter. It doesn't really matter whether you're in tech or fashion or agriculture or media or retail. These are all the things that I have learned in life. Uh, The most important uh, rule is the one that says, never give up. Mm -hmm. Man is not finished when he's defeated. He's only finished when he quits. Mm. Never give up. That's Love probably that. my famous rule. But if you want my recipe for marinara sauce, it's in the book as well. So, <laughs>
1: it's my mother's and my grandmother's. So we got is the it, seminal the, rule.
3: The Sunday gravy. Uh, the Sunday gravy. It, oh, it's is, a gravy? It,
1: gravy, not a sauce
2: guy? Um, <clears> it's
3: it's
1: Sicilian. Where,
3: it's where you're from. It's where you, it's gr- Sicilian. It's where yeah. you grew up. Little little meat. There's,
2: there's a, a lot, lot of, <laughs> of Stones rules even I follow. I mean, look, anything important, blue suit. Right. it's Stone's exactly. rule. Right. You yeah, want to
3: be taken seriously? Wear a blue suit. Nixon's, big over big here, mistake. <laughs> big mistake. Goes to the 1960 event. They say... I mean, people don't realize this, but in the 1960 election, right after Labor Day, Nixon bumps his knee on the car door in West Virginia, he gets a staph infection in his knee. He's laying in the hospital for two weeks. Mm. Kennedy's crisscrossing the country, running up a lead. Nixon's forced to watch this on TV. They've got him shot full of antibiotics. Kennedy challenges him to a series of debates. All of Nixon's advisors, including Eisen, say, why are you going to debate this guy? He's less known than you. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been vice president for eight years. Everybody knows he's a lightweight. Everybody knows his father's a bootlegging gangster. Why would you give this guy a platform? To everyone's surprise, Nixon agrees to debate this guy. Nixon comes out of the hospital a week before the doctors want to release him. He's still on antibiotics. He's lost 15 pounds. He looks like hell when he's sweating. Right. Not, so he, yeah. he, he goes to the debate in Chicago. John Kennedy's on the roof of the hotel getting a suntan with two hookers. Yeah. <laughs> Nixon's in his room cramming, cramming, for, cramming for the debate. Legend. They, they go to the, to the lighting it. test, which is like the weigh-in in a prize fight. They say Nixon's face looks almost as gray as his suit. They go to Senator Kennedy, Senator Kennedy, will you be requiring a debate, uh, makeup for tonight's debate? Kennedy says, no, no makeup for me. Now Kennedy, they say, look like a bronze god. He'd been laying in the sun all day, looks great. Mm. Nixon hears this, they say, Mr. Vice President, will you be requiring makeup for tonight? No, no makeup for me. Now Kennedy goes to his dressing room where his private makeup man who's been flown in from New York uh. makes him a head fake. Nixon, they, they say to Nixon, Mr. Vice President, you, you look like hell. You've got to have makeup. No, I don't want any makeup. He's not wearing makeup. If I wear makeup, they're going to say, it's girly. I don't want any makeup. They say, you've got a heavy beard. We've got to do something about that. So he agrees, and they sent out uh, for, a, uh, for a product called Lazy Shave, which is a makeup that you use to conceal your 5 o'clock shadow. So they put this on Nixon. Now, the Kennedy guys go in, they turn off the air conditioning in the studio. You go to the debate. And to, to, to Nixon's surprise... Dirty trick. John, Win! John, They're winners! John Kennedy is not hitting Dirty him from trick. the left. John Kennedy's hitting him from the right. You have no plan to get rid of Castro. Uh, you've let the Russians pull ahead of us in terms of our nuclear strength. Now Nixon starts sweating. The makeup is starting to 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 roll down He's his melting face. Him. It's
2: Giuliani's melting them. Oh, God. Uh, it, it,
3: Nixon's own mother calls Rosemary Woods. Nixon's assistant says, is Richard unwell? Oof. Mayor Daley, who's in a big rally they're watching on TV says he's not even dead yet and they've embalmed bombed him. <laughs> Here's the part they don't tell you. There isn't one debate. There are four. There are three more debates. Sure. Nixon comes back. He goes on a milkshake diet. He puts the 15 pounds back on. He gets a sun lamp. He tans him up. He kicks Kennedy's ass in debates two, three, and four. Now they will tell you, oh, but none of those debates had as large an audience as the first one. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's wrong. The fourth debate first impression. had only, first had 100,000 people less than the first debate. This is why I say he won. It's why I say he came back. But, but he, Well, the, the interesting about made,
0: that too, Roger, is that um, the people who listened to right. the debate thought Nixon won it. Right. Those who listened to it on the radio. Yeah. The people, who which is, it, which the is, people who watched it, it was which, a blowout. Which
3: is very yeah. interesting. So Henry Cabot Lodge, who was Nixon's running mate for vice president, watches the first debate and says, the son of a bitch, has blown it for us. Lyndon Johnson, who's busy in Texas stealing votes, listens to it on the radio and says, Jesus, Jack got his ass kicked. Interesting. Really, interesting. Interesting. Wow. Uh, by the way, there were the Kennedy Johnson ticket carried Texas by twenty five thousand votes. Ninety five thousand Nixon Lodge votes were burned that night in Dallas County alone by the quizzlings and the henchmen of Lyndon Baines Johnson, the most corrupt, uh, nut job, psychopath to ever serve as president. Pill popper, womanizer, drug addict, sadist, criminal, yeah, and, and murder. Yeah. Read my book, "The Man Who Killed Kennedy: The
0: Case Against LBJ." Yeah, it said some. Said some very questionable racist things as well. Um, he,
3: he well in that that well, tranche of documents uh, from the Kennedy assassination that Trump declassified. You know what we have LBJ's application to be a member of the Ku Klux Klan. It's right in there.
0: Wow, wow. That's, well, that's a bombshell. That's crazy. Yeah. I got to ask you uh, two questions. man. First of all, Roger, thank you so much for your time today, man. You've been, you've been so generous. This has been really great as a guy. I've been in politics for this. Is, Thanks to
1: Sal Greco for getting me yeah, in Big
0: here. Sal Greco. This, is, this has been great. Now, you were, by some estimates, a pioneer of dirty politics. You were willing to go places other people weren't willing to go. Talking you were, like mudslinging? You were a mudslinger. You pushed the, the envelope. This is what the, your your friends and enemies would say about you.
3: Yeah, I would argue with some of that. I was prepared to do anything necessary to elect my candidate short of breaking the law. Sure. Politics ain't beanbag. This is not. This has always been a blood sport in the United mm-hmm. States. Look, the the opponents of Abraham Lincoln handed out flyers saying that he was of mixed race and that he fathered a mixed race child. Mm-hmm. So that is not exactly yeah, you, beanbag. You're not,
0: you're not a know-nothing who... Was was literally campaigning to get the Irish no, back no, across. No, their, no but I when I they it. say yeah.
3: self-described dirty trickster Roger Stone, I challenge anyone to provide where I said that. I made the LA Times withdraw that because I've never called myself that. I have acknowledged that other people have called me that. You sure. know who those people are?
0: Losers who I beat <laughs> in elections. But Do, do you uh, right. so do, do you think you've been willing to go places other people perhaps haven't been able, willing to go early on in your career? Let's uh, say. I think only
3: technologically, yeah. The idea of buying a TV commercial and taking a senator's actual record in Idaho that the people don't know about and putting it on the air, that's going someplace where people have never been. There's nothing dirty or wrong about that, but it
0: was pugilistic for its time. Do you think that it... Kind of, We talked about it earlier about how things are kind of more divided than they've ever been before maybe dirtier Do you think your early success in those tactics have amplified the situation? Over uh, time? I,
3: I didn't invent television. I didn't invi- invent the internet those those Technologies lend themselves to comparative politics. Uh, I have no regrets about anything. I've ever done politically I've never broken the law. No, I was not the conduit between Russian intelligence and WikiLeaks No, I never received anything from WikiLeaks and Passed it on to the Trump campaign and the government never produced any evidence to support that false narrative So no, I you have to play the game based on the rules mm-hmm. of the game The problem is they go they're the ones who go beyond the rules. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who break the law So making a lawyer Testify against his client and turn over his notes. I would say there's a an egregious act of illegality
0: And when you look unconstitutionality. and when we look at the Uniparty that we talked about before you know Republicans Democrats they disagree on this issue that issue constantly yelling at one another they all seem to agree on one thing and that's war and we need to always be at war. We're always going over there. Somebody is yeah. in our crosshairs at all times. Uh, I, You've I, been in how many? How many uh, administrations? Four administrations. I have worked for four presidents. Actually, I, I
3: spent a very brief time in the government, uh, in the Office of Economic Opportunity under Don Rumsfeld. I didn't even last six weeks. I did not want to be a bureaucrat. Yeah, but but this, you're absolutely right. The leadership of both parties are for endless war. That doesn't mean the voters are for endless war. Yeah, so I have always been an anti-interventionist. That's why I couldn't hold my nose and vote for Mitt Romney, it's why I joined the Libertarian Party, it's why I supported Donald Trump in 2016, Donald Trump didn't start any new wars, Donald Trump brought our troops back from the endless foreign wars, I am anti-war, so when it comes to the issue of war, I'm more like Bernie Sanders than
0: I am like, say, Joe Biden, yeah, who's for permanent The, the war. question I have is, is that, is our war machine too insurmountable? Are they too powerful? Are people too afraid of them?
3: We're going to find out in the next election. I don't know the answer to the question. They're certainly powerful. Whether they can be defeated remains to be seen in the next election. But the next election will be your last election if if Trump does not win there will not be another election
0: after mm-hmm. that in my opinion do you, do you think uh, Trump has legitimate fear for his life running in
3: this if he election? doesn't he certainly should have so should Robert Kennedy that's why that's why I admire Robert Kennedy so much i mean he has been very open about the cia's involvement in his uncle's death he's been very specific about the fact that sirhan sirhan did not kill his father that's an absolute impossibility his interview with mike tyson is really worth watching if you haven't seen the I heard it has been taken
1: down it is Foxen it. was taken down you you, you, you can you find it.
3: it I showed it on my show I showed nine minutes of it. I showed the most important part uh, it's absolutely it's out. absolutely yeah. absolutely riveting for those of us who haven't seen it what what did he say about it's Siren really simple Sirhan Sirhan uh, the man convicted of murdering Robert Kennedy is in front of Robert Kennedy at all times he discharges his gun eight times every single one of those bullets is accounted for none of them hit Robert Kennedy the toxic pardon me the uh, the uh, coroner ruled uh, in the autopsy that Robert Kennedy was shot at point blank range from the back of the head, mm-hmm. with the barrel right up against his skin from behind. The man behind him is a man named Thane Eugene Caesar, who was a security guard hired five weeks beforehand. Three that, names. That is that is the three man, names. That is the man. Try yeah. Harvey
1: Oswald. That that mm-hmm. is John <laughs> Booth. Right. It's the to three a, names. Right. Sirhan Sirhan is just one name. That's, That's,
3: two names. Well,
1: one name. Him. Anyway, it's four syllables. Uh, in, in any don't event,
3: uh, so Robert Kennedy has been very, I think, authoritative. Uh, I, look, I have read every book there is on the Kennedy assassination, and I've written one, which I ask people to judge on its own merit. By the way, I don't say Lyndon Johnson did this alone. I said he did it in conjunction with the Central Intelligence Agency and the mob and the banks and Big Texas Oil. Everybody has their own interest in this. But uh, I think both. Uh, Donald Trump uh, and Robert Kennedy need to have very precise security measures because I think both their lives uh, are potentially in danger. And this is why you keep
0: big uh, Roman Reigns around. You.
3: No, he, he is uncompensated security. Yeah. Uncompensated if some security. guy jumped me right outside, he looked the other way and asked for coffee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd call for backup, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge me.
0: So who who before before we get out of here who's Roger Stone outside of politics who are who are you when when the blue suit is hanging in the closet are you a pickleball fan are you a sports enthusiast that'd be or, me uh, pickleball uh, yeah. uh. is there life outside of politics I've never heard of this before. Less, less and less so. There used to be mixed martial You're arts. You're a fight fan, aren't you?
3: I'm a fight fan. I, you know, when I went to Trump's uh, mer- wedding uh, when he married M- uh, Marla Maples uh, at the Plaza Hotel in New York City, seated at my table was one of my all-time heroes, smoking Joe Frazier. Smokin' oh, Joe, the, yeah? the greatest, the greatest uh, heavyweight champion of them all love smoking love smoking. That, really? that
0: that heavy left hook
1: yeah I'm here all day
3: yeah <laughs> just my all time it was one of the thrills of my life hey, also what, by what, the
1: way what was what, that what, what was what was that again how did that go oh he's here he come in here and he would be moving his head, and whack. Uh, no, no Philly shell from smoking Joe? Nah, uh, he's pressure. Pressure. He'd be we're, here. It was also, interestingly forward.
3: enough, at that wedding, O.J. Simpson was at that wedding as a gift. And he was with a beautiful blonde woman who was very clearly not his wife. <laughs> a guy comes up and he takes the picture of O.J. in this blonde. O.J. says to the guy, come here. Grabs the guy's camera, smashes it on the
0: table, hands it back to him and
3: says, no picture. player
0: move right there. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to get the feeling that Hillary Clinton's a little cold and O.J. Simpson might have a violent streak. I don't know. Maybe. Though. I don't know. It's unconfirmed, allegedly. Yeah, did you buddy, see uh, the? Did you see the Arnold uh, documentary that just came out on Netflix? No, but I probably won't.
3: I'm so disappointed in Arnold.
0: I, I was really hoping to get your opinion. On I, that I because... remember when
3: Arnold said he was a Ronald Reagan Republican. Now he says you don't want to take the vaccination. Screw your rights. No, Arnold. Screw you. Well, by the way, he goes to the Arnold Classic. And he won't shake hands with anybody people ask him for selfies. He says no Arnold Schwarzenegger's an asshole He's just he's turned into an asshole Uh, If I go outside here and people ask me for a selfie no matter who they're I always say yes I can be in the middle of a bite of burger and a guy comes Hey, mr. Stone can i yes Mm -hmm. I never say no I I was going through an airport with Richard Nixon when I was working for him late 80s There is no TSA. We're in Washington for some meetings. We're dashing for the day for the gate We're taking the shuttle to LaGuardia. We're late this big fat woman steps up mr oh mr president can i get your autograph i'm carrying two briefcases. nixon says put the briefcase down certainly madam where are you from i'm from davenport iowa oh davenport iowa i remember it very well i was there in 1956 i did a big rally downtown at yokin's restaurant on main street i think you were there i was there i was on the front row i knew i recognized you nixon says what's your name audrey to audrey would love Richard Nixon. Last call for Eastern Flight 124. We barely make the flight. I say to, I say to him, Mr. President, why did you stop and give that woman a, a, an autograph? He says, never refuse a request for a photograph or an autograph. Otherwise, they go home and they say, I met that Richard Nixon. What an asshole that guy <laughs> was. So I never say no. Hey, yeah. Arnold, word to the wise. People ask for an autograph,
0: give it to them. You deserve it.
3: It's, it. It. it's an honor,
1: people. Yeah, it yeah it's, a a sh- it's a shame when the people he, he, get jaded to he, that. A I want
0: to defend Arnold's honor. I've I've heard from our boy Phil Heath that that Arnold's really great, gracious at the Arnold Classic stuff. I, I've I've heard. The opposite. I've seen. Frankly, I've, but sh- I was I've, at
2: seen I've seen video. Sure. I, I was at the owner class a couple years. ago. I'll back Roger's statement up. I was right in front of Arnold. Well, well, Arnold it's, it's very weird. Who is the, not six foot three? what? What did they say? He's six foot two. Well, I mean, two? you get, try more like five ten. I'm six foot you get three. Smaller as you get yeah. older. Right?
0: But I mean, the the odd thing is that the the first two episodes are about Arnold, you know, being a Reagan Republican, and the third was almost like uh, an advertisement for him to get into the World Economic Forum and like, you know he's all about climate change yeah, give and me how a break. it was a very very lousy. Interesting...
3: just to be clear he's a terrible governor a terrible yeah, that's governor right.
1: Ro- roger what are your thoughts on the world economic forum gerard hates it <laughs> not a fan uh i mean these guys are batman villains the little guy,
3: Yuval Harari. Oh you know, my God! Yeah. I mean, they say he's a vegan, but he sure looks
0: like a meat eater to me.
3: If you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> you do not have human soul. He's eating a lot of falafel subs. You or are something. you
0: are not individual. You are you are hackable. You are a hackable animal.
3: Guys, 125 pounds wet. What do you think it would take to take him out? What do you think? One from shot that, from that guy. One shot. A uh, nasty shot. stare. But I, I love these guys because they're they're cartoon characters. The other guy doing the bad Henry Kissinger. Uh, you will eat bugs and you yeah. will like. Like, yeah, no, Klaus asshole, Schwab. we're not eating your bugs. <laughs> what do you think of
0: Henry Kissinger?
3: I was never a Kissinger fan. People need to understand. War monger. Right. So the, the, the Watergate really is an outgrowth of Henry Kissinger's paranoia. In 1969, it is Kissinger who convinces Nixon to place the illegal wiretaps on various White House staff members and reporters to find the sources of leaks. Henry has escaped all of that. Henry Kissinger is a war criminal. Never was a fan and I'm a Nixon guy never liked Henry Kissinger
0: and you you did not like the even though You helped get him elected in Florida. You were not a big fan of the Bush administration either
3: Uh, I worked on the recount. It didn't work on the election to be clear Uh, And I had party duty to do so this is a pretty short story Uh, In 1980 I worked for Reagan Reagan beat George HW Bush for the nomination Uh, I had a decent relationship still have a good relationship with Jim Baker who managed Bush's campaign came over to become uh, Reagan's chief of staff I was running Tom Kane's campaign for governor of New Jersey in 81 was my first solo flight as a political consultant Mm -hmm. it was a race we were supposed to lose my polling shows were getting closer and closer and closer I'm begging Reagan through Baker to please come to New Jersey and campaign for Tom Kane there's only two gubernatorial elections that year Virginia and New Jersey they say we're going to win Virginia you're going to lose New Jersey just Live with it. No, we're going to win New Jersey. You're going to lose Virginia. Uh, So finally, I go to Baker and I say, look, I'm going to try this one more time. Talk to Bob Teeter, our pollster. We're closing on. If Reagan comes there the final weekend, we will win. He says, I'll talk to the president. I'll let you know what he says. An hour later, Mike Deaver calls me. Was Reagan's body man and says, "All right, the president's decided to go to New Jersey. If we lose Stone, it's your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No
1: pressure." Yeah, I saw in the documentary when uh, that recount was going on. You, oh. you pulled some nice moves there,
3: right? So, so Reagan goes to New Jersey. Cain wins by twelve hundred votes out of two point two million. It's 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 a major accomplishment. Mm-hmm but it's also a political debt. Now, Bush is in a recount, Jim Baker has his assistant call me, says, Mr. Baker wants you to go to Miami and see what the hell's going on. I'm gonna say no, no, because that's not how politics works. I had a chit, I owed the guy. He came through for me, I had to come through for him. I have no great love for the bushes to be very clear. And I specifically said, "Look, the old man's not going to like this. We don't care what the old man likes. We want you have experience with recounts because in New Jersey, Mr. Baker wants you in Miami, go to Miami now." And I did and the rest is history. And by the way, this idea, governor of New Jersey. Was and, good. By, and by the way, this idea that I stopped a recount through the Brooks Brothers riot. No, I stopped them for recounting the same pile of ballots for the third time when they tried to take them in a back room in violation of the yeah. state's sunshine law. So this idea that Stone used bully tactics to stop a recount,
1: that's BS too. Speaking of Florida, a lot of people uh, are excited about uh, DeSantis. What are your thoughts?
3: Uh, I think he's running as an act of treasury in all honesty. He was running at 17 percent if it were not for Donald Trump he would never have become governor he's 42 years old he is now biting the hand that fed him if if it were not for Donald Trump he would be he might be working in a McDonald's, but perhaps he could work his way up to, to manager. He'd be managing the McDonald's.
0: A, he's a Yale law. He's a congressman. I think the he's is stiff. Would be all right. He, he's
3: a stiff. He's, he, a, he's an unemployable stiff. He's the stiff. Florida Fugazi. He, he can't speak without notes. He can't speak on his on his feet. And his wife, that's not really her, as you will find out. You see the sweet Southern belle. What do you find out what she's really well, like?
1: What did you think, uh, personally, about some of the stuff he did during like uh, COVID and stuff like that? His, his
3: record on COVID is identical to Donald Trump's, except for he allowed us to be— Levin Lockdown and mass longer. Vaccine. Yeah, on, got- Trump, Trump can't run on COVID, man. Wait, but either can DeSantis. I'm going to see the videos where he says it's safe and effective? I literally,
0: I got, I got non-essential tattooed on me because I was a lockdown prisoner in, in the, the Soviet in Northeast. I came to the free state of Florida, and my life's been better than I can but no- I ever But nobody's
3: imagine. suggesting that Trump is running on COVID. All I'm saying is his record is identical to Ron DeSantis'. And if not, here's my challenge. Ron DeSantis should debate Robert Kennedy on COVID, and he will get destroyed because Ron DeSantis pushed the COVID idea, and only after the fact does he re- Reinvent the facts. Yeah, he signed an executive order saying you didn't have to wear masks in the schools. Read the small print. The six largest counties in the state told him to go to hell, and 3.7 million children were masked going into 2022. That's why we call him the Florida Fugazi. <laughs> his, his record is not
2: different than Donald. And Florida a, Fugazi nice is try. a little
0: better than the Sanctimonious. I don't he's, know got, he's got knows.
2: that other clown, the other mass Nazi that was on, on his state, da- David, David Kerner. Kerner.
3: You should be familiar with that guy. He's from your county. He, he and Ron had the COVID nineteen uh, compliance task force. These jackbooted thugs are going around terrorizing citizens. They set up a snitch line. So if you don't like the McGillicuddy's across the street, you can yeah. phone in that they're not wearing their masks. That's but he's the head of your outrageous. Department of Motor Vehicles now because he made an illegal deal to endorse Ron DeSantis before the election. The U.S. Attorney, by the way, in the state needs to get active. Look at the nine and a half million dollars that Ron took from Florida Power and Light, and look at the it- and look at these rate and Look at the the uh, tort reform bill that says if you don't like what your home insurance company is offering mm. you Because your home was destroyed annihilated in the recent hurricane and you have to accept pennies in the dial You can't sue them because Ron DeSantis took four and a half million dollars from the
0: insurance industry. Sure. There's uh, enough provable crimes there to send them away forever now we, We've talked about Hunter Biden and we, we talked about Ron DeSantis. You mentioned Jared Kushner earlier. Jared yeah. Kushner, um, did he just get a $2 billion contract from Saudi Arabia? Eviden- I, I read that. yes. contract yeah. from Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Jared Kushner uh, from. Now it's hard to tell what's real and what's not because there is
3: so yeah, much. I'm not bias. super
1: familiar with Jared Kushner. Jared- He's
0: the president's son
3: in law. Uh, let's just say, I'm not going to badmouth him here, let's just say I'm not a fan. Biden's he, son-in-law?
1: No, no, no it was okay. Donald Trump, Trump's, Trump's. it's uh, Donald Trump's
0: son-in-law. Yeah, he, he, Ivana's husband, right? Oh, okay, Ivanka, I'm sorry, Ivanka's husband. And uh, depending on who you believe, there have been reports that he was the loudest voice in the... In the administration, at times, and that, okay. uh, and that
3: right. he was, have, he was. I have
1: heard. Uh, okay.
3: So uh, I, I must say I have no first-hand knowledge of
0: that, so I don't know it. I like you. I've heard it. I've mm-hmm. read it, but I don't know it to be true. So you know, one of the things that again now concerns me, and there's so much about Trump that I like, and there's so many concerns. Like he seems to me to be like the king of the the, the self-inflicted wound. Like, you're like there's nobody that gives their opponents a club to beat them with more than him. If, if he, if he were to. Get the nomination and run again. There's no way Jared Kirshner with a two billion dollar deal with Saudi Arabia. The day he comes out Can be a part of this administration.
3: I I agree. I don't think he would be he's certainly not a part of the campaign that I can tell you firsthand Mm.
0: (coughs) So I would hope I would hope not now what what who that from the last administration is gonna be a part of this campaign? Because it, it, there's so many people have come and gone in the administration over time. It's it's kind of impossible to, to, to keep your, I assume, obviously, we know you. We know My, Michael Flynn, I assume.
3: Uh, look, I don't, uh, Trump doesn't think that way. The word Trump and plan never go in the same sentence, okay? He's, he's, <laughs> he's living for today, which is the way he should be. Right now he has to focus on two, two huge contests. One, uh, beating these these the bogus Gazi, charges Gazi against charges. him and, and winning re-election. Uh, Peter Navarro is somebody I'd expect to see back. For example, there's mm-hmm. some very he had some very good appointments. He he needed Bob Barr to be the Attorney General He just picked the wrong bar. He had mm-hmm. the wrong bar So uh, I think you're not gonna see all these deep staters though I think you're not gonna see all these Harvard Yale pukes uh, in key offices yeah. By the way the fact that the governor's a Yale Harvard graduate those are disqualifications to be present
0: yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the uh, the Ivy League commie camps mm-hmm. myself, but at, at the same time there that doesn't mean like you know I'm ben, not a
2: fan ben, of my electric bill. I've used the same amount of electric since I moved here in August, but somehow my bill has gone up as the months go on.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why you shouldn't be president.
2: You moved here, right? I did move here. Okay, no. I'm just making sure. Well, it's your governor. I mean, our governor. I voted for the guy, too, unfortunately. Uh, I'm, I'm being railroaded. I'm, losing my, I'm getting railroaded by the NYPD and Ron DeSantis at the same time, paying money I don't have.
0: We'll get we'll get you a job so it'll be all right. Not, the, by, not by Ron DeSantis, I'll tell you that, <laughs> Florida Fugazi. You got three, three, uh, three people that you mentioned that maybe cross party lines. Is Trump open? You said RFK. I'm a big fan of Tulsi Gabbard as well. Is he open to doing some sort of bipartisan? By the way, that's
3: been the American tradition. John F. Kennedy, Secretary of the Treasury, C. Douglas Dillon, was a Republican from New Jersey. Hmm. Franklin Roosevelt's Secretary of War Frank Knox was a Republican from Kansas. Nixon We Nixon Nixon yeah, we'll had Nixon had his treasury, treasury secretary John Connolly, a Democrat from right. Texas. Yeah. So it has it has
0: always been Well perhaps I look at it you know from a romanticized vision of a, of being a kid but the you know what was it the the uh, agreement for America between um Clinton and New Gingrich, you know, a hundred days, a hundred bills, and one's a Republican, one's a Democrat, and to me, those were the most prosperous times of of my life. Uh, Reagan too. Uh, Reagan uh, was good
2: with the what's his name in the Senate.
3: I I think I think Trump uh, would return to the tradition of a bipartisan cabinet and have some Democrats in his cabinet.
2: That would be
0: a massive play by him if he were to do that. If he were to come out and say that, that would be a massive.
2: Obviously, play. not AOC, but certain Democrats. Would you date AOC? Uh, no. No? No. She's from New York. What does that mean? I don't know. I mean, I was from New York. I would avoid yeah. AOC at all. Are, are you taking it down? Are you taking AOC now? She's a good looking woman. She's crazy. She's crazy. Huh? Look what she did to my boy, Alex Stein, making all those crazy allegations when he was just trying to make a joke out there.
1: Yeah, she seems like a, like a tight ass. Yeah, she seems like she wouldn't yeah, be yeah, that fun. Yeah. I'd take her to an uh, island in the Bahamas. I'd take it's it on hour in the Bahamas. That's that's real nice of you.
0: <laughs> At least once. You never know. You, you gotta you know you gotta have an open mind, people. You gotta have an open mind. You don't have to keep going back, but I mean, you know. What about you, Roger? I mean, you're a married man and a and a, and a man of Christ. And, I don't want to, you know. Therefore,
3: I don't. I don't answer single. hypothetical questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this has been absolutely incredible, man. We cannot thank you enough for your time. This was great, Sal. Where can they find you, Sal? Where can they help you out, buddy?
2: Well you go to my website go to helpthisnycop.com I will be holding not only NYPD accountable but everyone's favorite mayor Eric Adams who's loyal to Joe Biden mad you could find me on the Twitter at, at the Sal Greco, same as Instagram, at the Sal Greco, on True Social, at Head of the Table. And if you want to know where the
0: best piece of pizza is in South Florida, follow Sal Greco you got it for right his, here. his world-class reviews. And, of course, the legend himself. Roger, where can they find
3: you? Uh, they can uh, watch my daily show at StoneZone.live. Uh, they can also go to stonezone.com to see everything I've written in my most recent videos and while you're there, if you want to get your Roger Stone Did Nothing Wrong t-shirt the t-shirt I was arrested in or get any of my books, The Man Who Killed Kennedy The Case Against LBJ or,
0: You have you know, audio We love audio books
3: uh, Audio you have to go to Amazon for but you can get signed copies of my books in the store mm. Also, I have my very own Roger Stones that's a stone to which I have signed my name. Nice! It's like a, like a paperweight, whatever you do, don't throw these at anybody It's a paperweight. Yeah, it's a paperweight. I like that's a belt buckle. Yeah. Uh, But uh, StoneZone.com. Subscribe. It's absolutely free. We just did an overhaul. It's looking very, very good. Uh, Then, as you mentioned, I have a new uh, radio show every Sunday at 3 o'clock p.m. If you don't live in the greater New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area where we grew up, you can go to WABCRadio.com and listen uh, online. Get the WABC Radio app. It's a good way to do it. That's three o'clock on Sundays brand new. I had President Trump last week. I had uh, David Schoen, the president's impeachment lawyer this upcoming Sunday. I have General Michael Flynn. Check it out.
0: And after his next fight, you got to have Mickey Gall on. Yeah. Not a bad idea. That's why we call him the wise man. That's it. Guys, this has been one of our best episodes yet. For Christian in the back, Omri, our producers back home, and everybody else at Gas Digital, we thank you so much for checking us out here on this very special YouTube Live episode. That right there is Mickey Gall. I'm Gerard Michaels. This has been Slick and Thick. We will see you Friday at 1.